This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday. It is October 1st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Starting Friday, Philadelphia businesses will begin phasing out single-use plastic bags. A six-month grace period will give customers and establishments time to adjust to the bag ban. Enforcement will begin in April of 2022. Wawa says it's ready with its Skip the Bag for Good initiative. Starting at 7 a.m. today, Wawa is offering 1,000 free reusable bags with the purchase in all 42 Philly stores while supplies last. I got mine already. Nice. It's a, it's a red nice. bag. It's very, it's, it's, I sure I'll have my Wawa red bag. Yeah, Kathy, my wife is at the Target over here on City Line Avenue last weekend. She got free Target ones. They were oh, giving nice. away yeah, free ones at Target. And so, listen, so for, uh, I think it was Christmas last year, I got my wife some like designer reusable yeah. bags. This can be a gift you can buy for mm-hmm. someone now for the uh, for the time being. And then, they can, something interesting. and then they can sit in your garage in a little night, neatly uh, organized basket, and then you never, never take get them used. to the store. Yeah. No, take <laughs> them in the car. You forget, leave them in the car. Leave them in the car. Exactly. In the trunk. Oh, like that causes a mess. And I'm going to need a, I think a we mess. talked about that this before. That causes a mess. In the yeah, trunk. Yeah, because they, they'll spread out all over. No, you need, like, I need to contain need a it in container. something. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think I we actually, actually had this conversation. I said I need to move my basket into the trunk of my car. I keep a small bureau in my trunk. Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah, so that I can have an armoire. My masks and my other, all the other crap. Toolboxes. Yeah, tool, yeah. Didn't we ever? Uh, didn't we also talk about President Steve bags or uh, MMR bags? Disposable? I think we did. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We need to do that. We should do that. Now, no, why do Kathy, that. This is also extending to just regular bags. Like M and M's will be loose on the shelf. No, now. Yeah. Right. You just can <laughs> grab with your hand and go. Yeah. Uh, so after uh, after that, customers can buy the reusable bags. After the the uh, Wawa bags are out of supply, they can uh, actually buy them for twenty five cents. You can bring your own, or you can skip using a bag altogether if you go to Wawa. Now Philly's plastic bag ban was passed in December of 2019, but was delayed during the pandemic. Philadelphians will have two options. Use uh, the new bags provided by the retailer or bring your own reusable bag with you. Okay, so, and we brought this up, I'm going to mention it again. A lot of people use those plastic bags for cat litter. Yes. You can order, and they're really good. I, I get them on Amazon. They're biodegradable bags for yes. cat litter, and they're, they're for all intents and purposes, they're, they're a plastic bag. They just, they'll break down. They have dog poop bags that are that Same way, too. Okay, yeah, 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 so that, that's a good idea. Kathy, I have an idea for where to put your bags in the car. So in the driver's side, actually both sides, doors, there's usually like a small slot in the bottom there. Do you put anything down in there? That's where she keeps her soup. Clear and it's a cup holder. I have my water bottle. Oh, really? You could you could use that as a as a place to stash your bags there. Yeah, you know it'd be nice. And we would just do it. God damn it! What's wrong with you? What's the I want to say the F word so bad right now. What no. the F is wrong with you? It's she's very, she's very like clutterless. Clutter is functional. I have a way that'll oh, work. Take the handle of the plastic bags or your bags <laughs> and just no. loop it around the shift. Right. And that won't get but you. Can also, so you can also you can get you can get these bags that fold into themselves. Right. Yeah. And they and they wrap around like an aardvark. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like those. No, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just playing. You can with stick you now. your fall activities <laughs> up your ass. Okay. Oh, and now you don't like fall activities because no, I don't like, I don't your, like fall your bag wow. option. Yes. <laughs> no, I do need to use them. I have so many of them, uh-huh. and uh, yeah. So no, I, I will figure something out All because right. I'm going to need to. They're saying it's a change. People are going to have to get used to them and remember to bring their bags so, with them. Uh, listen, in the trunk is not... 
is it will work fine. Or she'll know we, it's there. Maybe she's have, in an we SUV. Have a, we have a couple that are right at the door as you're going in and out that are on the door handle of one of the doors you're going in and out. Kathy's in an SUV, so her trunk is not really a trunk. It's an open space, and uh-huh. I, so I understand that. But, are there any little hidden compartments sheesh. that open up and you stash stuff in inside the back? There how probably about, is. Preston, how about the garment but, hook? Yeah, you can hang them on the garment hook. Not hanging it on the garment hook. Um, yes, I do have. I'm going to have to take my salsa shoes and my wine bottles out of there. <laughs> I put all of my bags in a, in one bag. So I take all my disposable bags yeah. and put them in one. Yeah. And that, therefore, there's a little less clutter and it's in the back. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I'm just playing with you. I, I'll, I'll figure right, you it can out. Do some, I'll, I will use reusable bags for sure. <laughs> uh, the ban will affect all commercial establishments of all sizes in Philadelphia that make bags available for carry out, carry out items such as food, clothing, home goods, etc., and for delivery. There are some exceptions. Dry cleaner and newspaper bags are exempt, as well as bags sold uh, for use as garbage bags or to contain pet waste or yard waste, like we said. And then bags used for meats, fish, and bakery items while you're inside the store. Quickly, why are dry cleaner bags exempt? Uh, Because they like suffocating children. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you have to wrap your clothing. You have to wrap it in something. Keep it clean. Well, yeah, you you just got it cleaned. Yeah, you're going to wear it eventually, right? It'll get dirty then. So start but the process early. On your way home. home. Let's clean out your car yeah, like Kathy does. Yeah. yeah right. like... um, Kathy, just look up on Amazon or wherever trunk boxes uh, or trunk boxes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice little so, container. Yeah. Nice little container They're that great. you probably put right up against your back seat. Yeah, yeah. It, right? will, it will secure. And some of them have a, a connection for um, for your seatbelt. It's a great place to put your fishing tackle. Oh, right. yes. oh yeah. I can yep. believe that there, too. Uh, thank you for the suggestions. Travelers could be looking at new COVID restrictions as the holiday season approaches. It's one of several COVID-related updates for the airline industry. A proposed bill would require a COVID vaccine negative test or be fully recovered from a previous COVID illness for domestic air travel ahead of the holidays. United Airlines announced it's letting go close to 600 employees who chose not to comply with the company's vaccine requirement. The airline says it represents less than 1% of their U.S.-based employees. It referred to the decision as incredibly difficult but necessary for safety. People in the industry expect some passengers will continue to resist COVID COVID travel restrictions, uh, including wearing masks, with the most extreme being fights with flight attendants. There could be new potential travel guidelines ahead of what has traditionally been the busiest travel season of the year. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar will perform for the first time on stage together at the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. The NFL, Pepsi, and Rock Nation announced Thursday that the five music icons will perform on February 13th. It's a big lineup. I, yeah. It doesn't yeah. speak to me. But no, that's not, not at all, but it is some, big. Some heavy hitters. It's like when they do the, the, the country-themed ones, too. I'm not into that either. It's just not my personal preference, but... They, that's some big names right there. You know who does blow me away? Though? I mean, listen, there's some talented people, obviously. Mary J. Blige is, is like, yeah. super talented. Yeah, She's I don't really know much, good. I don't know her. And so three out of five, I'm like, okay, Snoop, Dre, and Eminem, I'm definitely down with. Uh, Mary J. Blige, I know that she has a... She's great. Know, she's, uh, uh, you know... Blige. One of the great R&B singers. She's yeah, but I don't yeah. know. I couldn't name you one of her songs. And Kendrick Lamar, he's another one where I know he's got, like, gravitas... I don't know much about him. Yeah, I don't know much about kind of Watch the about. Academy Award winning movie. Um, what's what's it? The Tom uh, Cruise where he plays the rock. Is it Rockstar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rock uh, of no, Ages. No. Rock, rock, rock of Ages. She plays the strip club owner. Okay. Um, and she has incredible singing voice. She's in... Uh, She's in Umbrella Academy, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's excellent in that. Cha-Cha, I think, was her character. No, she, is she... 
Is he? I, f- I get the two mixed because up. Because it could be. They I, have funky I names. Think she might be Hazel and he's Cha Cha. Hazel and Cha Cha. Anyway. Or no, I'm probably wrong. So exactly let's right just wrong. flip it around. All right. Anyway. Right? <laughs> yeah. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Lamar are Southern California natives. Dre emerged from the West Coast gangster rap scene alongside Easy E and Ice Cube to help form the group NWA, which made a major mark in the hip hop culture and music industry with controversial lyrics in the late 1980s. Dre is responsible for bringing forth rap stars such as Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 50 Cent, and Lamar. Dre also produced Blige's number one hit song, Family Affair. The opportunity to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show and do it in my own backyard will be one of the biggest thrills of my career, Dre said in a statement. The seven-time Grammy winner added that their halftime performance will be an unforgettable cultural moment. The Super Bowl returns to Los Angeles uh, for the first time since 1993. It's the third year of collaboration between the NFL, Pepsi, and Rock Nation. I didn't know Dre's real name was Myron Finkel. Myron you know Finkel, yeah. wow. No. By the way, she was Cha-Cha. She Rock Nation and Emmy-nominated producer Jesse Collins will serve as co-producers of the halftime show. The game and halftime show will air on NBC. The five music artists have a combined 44 Grammys. Eminem has the most with 15. In sports this morning. The Phillies needed to go to Atlanta and win at least two of three games or sweep the Braves. Oh, my God, but did they do it? <laughs> no, the Braves swept the Phillies oh, instead. The is it? Finishing off the series with a 5-3 win last night. Now I want to use the F word. <laughs> National League East. The Phillies wrap up their season with a weekend series in Miami against the Marlins. Ranger Suarez will get the start tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 7-10. In preseason hockey, Joel Farabee opened the opened the scoring with the power play goal, but the Bruins then scored four straight on their way to a 4-2 win over the Flyers last night in Boston. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> Mark Jones stopped eight out of 11 shots he faced before stepping aside for Felix Sandstrom, who stopped 12 out of 13. The preseason continues tomorrow night with the game at home against the Washington Capitals. In Thursday night football, the Bengals kicked the field goal as time expired to beat Jacksonville 24-21 to last the night f- in Cincinnati. And the Eagles returned to the link this week and will play the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday afternoon. Yesterday, the team announced that LaShawn McCoy will retire as an Eagle and be honored huh. as a team legend when they face his old head coach, Andy Reid. The six-time Pro Bowler said, I've decided to retire an Eagle because this is home to me. I still have that green inside my heart. There are times when I'd see the Eagles on TV and it just felt weird not wearing that uniform. Kickoff on Sunday is set for 1 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to Friday morning. I wish we had a bartender here. I'm so ready to start the weekend. <laughs> It's fantastic. Uh, we do have some great things all set up. We're giving away a Word of the Week prize today. It's nothing but cash. We have money there. We have the money clips two times a day. Your chance to win cash that uh, in that opportunity, too. It's the greatest gift of all. It is. And we have uh, comedian Shane Torres, who is on uh, the show this morning, Punchline, in uh, Philly tonight and tomorrow. So we will talk to Shane in the 9 o'clock hour. Quick check-in with our friend Brian Prop, former flyer, of course, and uh, ambassador to the team. There's an event coming up he wants to hit, so we'll talk to him, too. And we have uh, anything we have left to give away, we are giving away today. That's what stuff. we're doing. Yeah. Oh, In and fact, something else. Yeah, we have the big premiere of the 2021 Fall Activities from oh, Catherine. Hey, hey. Uh, it is October 1st. We have this nice, cooler temperature. It just, it all fits together. Today's uh, the day to do it. Yes. I mean, and again, with this weekend, kicking off... Fall? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 
quintessential. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Are you you're participating in any activities this weekend? Oh Kathy? yes. Yeah. I started last night. Oh excellent. Oh nice. Right. Fall so, activities. Oh, and we oh, do have we have a new fall activities jingle too, uh-huh. which is outstanding. I think it's the best of the lot. Kyle McCarty, of course, our man who does all that. So. We're going to get to that at about 8.15, 8.20, somewhere around that time is what we're going to shoot for. Uh, so, Kathy, will roll out the, the full list, and we have a lot of things to talk about today. So, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is up next with a stupid question as well. Be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. Stupid question. Prize pair of tickets to see Pat Oswalt. No, that's the lesson question. We'll do that later. Take yeah. to see Chris Stapleton tonight at BB&T Pavilion. And the question I have for you this morning is... What does a pluviometer measure? Pluviometer. Yes. I guess that's how you pronounce this. Pluviometer. P-L-U-V-I-O meter. Yeah. Pluviometer. What does that measure? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. Got a lot to get to today, and I'll mention some birthdays while we're waiting for the answer. Uh, Today is the 1st of October, and it is Julie Andrews' birthday today. The great Julie Andrews. If all she ever did was the sound of music, that would be enough. (laughs) Absolutely. And the iconic role of Mary Poppins, of course, too. So great. The sound of music is, Steve, we mention it every year, any time that it comes up, but that was... That was a special occasion when that show was going to be on TV. Hours. Oh. And you'd sit there and be, they'd have it like go for like three hours. And uh, it's awesome. It is. And it's, you know what? I don't care how much you bristle at the notion of musicals and so on and so forth. If you've never seen it, you need to see it. Yeah. yeah. Because the songs it's got are, Nazis. The songs I, are just great. Yeah, yeah. And it has Nazis. That, and, and they're, they're fighting the they're Nazis. They're fighting the Nazis. Yeah. I tried. I tried uh, okay. maybe a year or two ago. I couldn't. Do it, but they fight Nazis. I know, I know, I know. Um, this and it's weird because I'm I'm a theater musical it's very nerd. Dated. It's of a time, and and if you grew up with it, maybe you give it some you give it some leeway. But, but like, the hills are alive. I yeah. know. We Mary Poppins up. for me is her. That's my jam. We grew up though, like it was like you said. It it was when it was going to be on TV. That was like that's what we were doing that night. Yeah. We got it all set. It was every year whenever mm-hmm. it played, and everybody, the family, sat down and we watched it. Yep, it's great. Climb every mountain. And then the, the nun that has a bizarrely fantastic singing voice. Yeah, uh, you know, sings the song. It's amazing. I'm going on. I'm sixteen. I am going, 16 going, going on, on seventeen. Did you ever see the SNL bit <laughs> where uh, they they, they, yes. they talk about how young she is? Oh yeah. How old are you? I'm sixteen. Going on 17, I know that I'm naive. Okay. Uh, yeah. She was going to get yeah. a little stinky. What are the laws in this particular country? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, moving on. Uh, Julie Andrews is 86. And you know else whose birthday it is today? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. Oh, he converted. Uh, he's converted. He's 76 today. Uh, it's also Jimmy Carter's birthday. Wow. Uh, he is 97 years old. Wow. Listen, with his um, uh, tumor that he had a little while back, I thought... He beat it. 
I thought that uh, yeah. that his days were like coming to an end quickly. He also gave us one of the best memes of this year when uh, President Biden and, and yeah. First and they, Lady visited wow. them, and they looked like they were rag dolls. Yeah, they tiny, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, so he's ninety-seven. Uh, it's also uh, one of the most sane individuals in the world. Randy Quaid's birthday today. Oh, he's insane. He's, yeah. he's out of his mind. He is uh, 71. Randy Quaid is is so good, though, in so many things. I mean, if you ever saw that miniseries where he he was uh, LBJ, he was incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, um, act. he And I mentioned Quick Change before, Steve, but he, yeah. he um, breaks down and into lunacy in that movie. So yeah. great. He's 71 today. Uh, it's also Mark McGuire's birthday today, the baseball star's first one to uh, break uh, Roger Maris's record. He converted. He converted. He's uh, 58 <laughs> today. Uh, Christopher Titus, uh, actor and comedian, he's been here on a couple of occasions. Yes. Uh, very uh, intense guy. Very uh, very hyper. Check out his podcast. Yeah. yeah. He's like bouncing off the walls. He's 57. Uh, actor Isai Morales. Oh, uh, he's great. Uh, La Bamba. He played yeah. Richie's brother Richie! in that. That's him. Oh, yelling Richie! That's, that's how they woke up in the morning. That's yeah. from La Bamba. That's yeah. from La Bamba. When I he thought found that out that was, Richie died. I thought that that was from um, Boys in the Hood. No, no. that's Ricky. That's Ricky. Ricky gets Ricky. Yes. Yeah, this no. is uh, Richie. Ricky. And that's I'm telling yell. you what, in in the now I only watched the, some of the first season of Ozark, but he's in that first episode, <laughs> first few episodes. My God, is he ruthless? So you don't know what happens to him? Uh, no. Okay. Wait, no. what show? Uh, in Ozark. Ozark. Ozark, he dies touring Buddy Holly. Yeah, he's, he's like he's the he's the drug kingpin. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he is. <laughs> There's a scene that's brutal, jarring with okay. him. Oh, I re- and it was. Yeah. I think it was the end. It was the last uh, episode yes, of that season, and I was like. Well, like, okay, I'll watch next season. All right, yeah. jarring as in nerve-wracking, or were they putting yeah, up preserves? I, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> no, and you don't see it coming. It, uh, you know, there's, Steve, there are not a lot of jaw-dropping moments on, on TV anymore, yeah. but that scene with him in the last episode of Ozark, season one, right. got mm. me. All right. Uh, he's 59. <laughs> Thank you. He's 59. That's you Ricky. your luggage! <laughs> What else did you just You play? forgot to pack your thumbtacks! I have two Rickies, okay. and so let me know, do you like this one? Ricky! Or do you like this one? Right, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> that, like that, that second one is from Boys in the Hood, too? <laughs> no, yeah. the second one is from uh, Better Off Dead. Right, Ricky. Right, Ricky. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Brie Larson, the actress, is 32 today. Wondering when we're going to see another Captain Marvel movie. They're working yes. on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed her, uh, especially in Endgame, her, her demeanor. Yeah, just, she's so sure, you know, she's just, just absolutely no question that she's as powerful as she is. When she shows up outside of the ship that Tony Stark, you know, he's dying, you know, and, and yeah. he sees the glow of her outside and she's looking, it's very cool. And when, when all hell is breaking loose and, yeah. and Peter's got the, uh, the gauntlet and he says, hey, I'm Peter Parker, she's like. Hey, Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just that little smirk. <laughs> Fantastic. November of next year for okay. uh, the second one. Uh, and then last birthday is uh, Beck Bennett of Saturday Night no. Live. Not Very anymore. funny guy. 37 today. Yeah, you just had yesterday or the day before. He's leaving. All right. And there you go. Those are your birthdays. Let's see if we get an answer to the stupid question. And it is, what does the pluv- uh, pluviometer measure? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, guys. All right, Jeremy, what is the pluviometer measure? Rain. Rainfall, yes. Precipitation, exactly. Hang on, Jeremy. Why not the rainatometer? That's a good question. Uh, We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Chris Stapleton Friday. That's today. 
at BB&T Pavilion, and tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. I have a lot to get to. So Ellen Pompeo shared this story, and she was kind of blowing up on social media yesterday. Uh, revealed, uh, uh, it was on the latest episode of her podcast, Tell Me with Ellen Pompeo, that she got into an argument with Denzel Washington when he directed Grey's Anatomy in 2016. Uh, she told her guest and former co-star Patrick Dempsey that she yelled an improvised line to another actor during an emotional scene which resulted in uh, Denzel's uh, going ham on her ass. Mm. Um, and she ham said, ass? Yeah, ham on her ass. Mm. And she said, he was like, I'm the director. Don't you tell him what to do. And the star uh, said that she replied, I was like, listen, mother effer, this is my show. This is my set. Who are you telling? However, she clarified saying that she has the utmost respect for him as an actor and a director, and that it was smooth sailing after that. That's all that I know about that. I know that it after the fact, I think it caught her off guard because it blew up against her on social media. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people were re- like, listen, I, lo- I just watched The Equalizer 2 again for the 450th time. Uh, Denzel pretty much can do no wrong. I don't yes. even know what happened, I but I'm siding with Denzel. And and I yeah, and I yeah. can see on on the surface if you're if you if you're saying that you're coming back at Denzel yeah. Washington and saying, "Look, mother effer." Yeah. Dude, come no. on, man. No. It's Denzel. I don't care. So back off. And I'm yeah. pro- I could be totally wrong, but Denzel wins in this one. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, what's this case? No, it was him. Him ass. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. The sexy ad for Good Americans Find the One campaign featuring Khloe Kardashian is apparently too hot for broadcast. A spokesperson for the clothing company told E! News the commercial was rejected for TV in its original form and it's now being edited with less skin to make it more suitable for oh, airing. Oh, my gosh. You saw my boobie. Uh, however, a fit- <laughs> A little nip slip. Sorry, guys. A (laughs) 15-second snippet of the ad is uh, featured on her Instagram, and the full-length video can be found on YouTube. Uh, The clip shows a reality star topless in bed wearing her good American jeans. I thought I was seeing it yesterday, but it turned out it was a brown bear in a children's (laughs) way. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I um I didn't see the commercial that you guys were talking about. It's, I'm referencing the Daily Rush with uh, Chloe, Kathy. You guys were talking about it uh, where she can't move her face. Oh but yeah, yeah. So did you like, finally see it? I finally. Well, because so Nick Murphy did a great job right. and he actually spliced the commercial into right. what you guys were talking were about. Were we right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. It's hilarious <laughs> and true. All right. I love this story. So Mick Jagger. <laughs> Uh, so the the Stones were playing a, a concert at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, okay? Possibly one of the world's most recognizable men. Walked into this bar, hung out, had a beer. Nobody had any idea that he was even ever there. And there's photographic evidence of him at the bar. No one recognized him. I checked it out after you said it. and went. Yeah, so I ch- and I thought, okay, well, maybe he's right there. He's right there. He's hanging and, out. And I'm wondering, Preston, if it was a case of, there's no way Mick Jagger's in this bar, so I'm not even going to entertain it. Yeah, you right. Know? Like, where you look, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. that guy looks like... What would he be doing here? Okay, yeah, well, so... they were in town. Yeah, yeah I know, so. I know. Good for him, though. He probably enjoyed he it. He probably loved it, right? That's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking, too, yeah. Kathy. Yeah, fried pickles. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy who, who listens to us who lives there. Uh, he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and right. his name is Jeff McElwee. And he, te- he emailed me yesterday. He said, I'm a huge fan. Been listening for, gosh, 15, 16 years. 
That bar is his favorite bar. He knows okay. the owners and the staff, and he has the inside scoop. It's called were... the Thirsty Beaver Saloon, by the way. Yeah, so uh, this guy, is uh, he's a huge fan of the show, it's... and he goes to this bar all the time. It's apparently a well-known bar. It was, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hole in the wall. Yeah, and but it has the, the reputation. The story behind it is they, um, the city, I guess, wanted to buy it up and build uh, apartments there. And they refused to leave, and so they built the apartments around, around it, like it up. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so when you see a pulled back shot of this, you'll see all these buildings up around this tiny little bar. It's one of those types. Of I places. love that. So that it so, so hangs it's, in. It's, yes. it's a hole. It's oh, a yeah. local known hole. So uh, Mick came in for a beer. Nobody knew he was there the entire time. And I read an article written by this guy, and it, it goes into detail. But I'll read you some of the experts. Uh, the guy, believe it or not, the bar's owner, uh, the, his name is Brian Wilson. Oh, from another, the Beach Boys. Another music legend. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, that's his name, though. But, uh, but he had no idea that Mick came in. He said, I wasn't there. I missed it. I was putting my little girl to bed. He left the beaver around 5 and came back around 11.45 that night. And there was no, no buzz or gossip or talk amongst the staff that Mick Jagger had been there at all. He said, I didn't even know he was there. I, and he said, I don't know what time he was there exactly. He said, between 10 and 11, I think. Think of how cool that must have been for Mick Jagger. Yeah. Like, not that he was... Totally. He was not clearly trying to hide himself, but no. that he could just be a regular guy for a night. So the interview, interviewer in this article said, I asked Brian if I could talk to one of those regulars. Uh, he said, I don't want to make fun of them. One of the regulars that was yeah. in and didn't notice him because right. in the picture, the guy Brian says, oh yeah, I know this guy, I know that guy, they're regulars. And he said, I don't want to make, the interviewer said, I don't want to make fun of them. And Brian says, oh no, we're making fun of him. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's been ripping them because those guys, those regulars had tickets to see that concert. No. <laughs> he said, they'll pay $400 for tickets on the floor, but they don't recognize Mick Jagger when he walks in the door. Uh, the but the bartender also did not recognize Mick. Uh, Brian said she's young. Uh, that yeah. was his that was his comment on there that. There we go. But still, uh, Mick Jagger. Uh, Brian thinks that uh, Mick paid cash. He said, "I went through the credit card receipts to see if I had a Mick Jagger signature anywhere." Did you take the Discover card? And there wasn't. Uh, but uh, not being recognized is apparently kind of a thing at the Beaver. Uh, Brian says, Casey Musgraves came in one time. This is back in 2019. I love Casey Musgraves. Who is she? She's a kind of a, well... Country I, singer? Yeah, but she transcends country, so she's more onto the pop realm, but I think she she came on. But anyway... So, uh, Musgraves posted up about being there on her Instagram stories, but nobody else seemed to have made a big deal about it. He said, my brother was bartending that night and didn't recognize her. Well, uh, do you, I have a strong feeling that the likelihood of not being recognized if you're a celebrity from here on in is going to change dramatically now that... People are going to go to this place expecting yeah. to see these people drop by. He did say, however, that people did recognize Dale Earnhardt Jr. one night at the Beaver, but they pretty much left him alone, which is a, a miracle in yeah. the Carolinas that somebody would leave Dale Earnhardt alone. Uh, Simpson was, uh, Sturgill Simpson was there before. Uh, huh. He was famous. Uh, but Brian says that he's uh, he's mad that he missed that Mick Jagger <laughs> yeah. came in. I mean, that's... Did he tip that, well? There did is he... no bigger. There's no word on it. I have no idea. This is like the house and up. They didn't know it was him, so I don't know. All right, moving on. I have some other things. Um, Gloria Estefan, the singer, has revealed that she was sexually abused by a family member when she was nine years I old. This is yeah. horrible, man. Um, this is with, uh, you remember I mentioned yesterday, Claire Crawley, who yeah. is uh, from The Bachelor, or Bachelorette, I don't remember which one. Uh, Bachelorette. Um, was saying that she also had, she was on and she was talking about that. Uh, and uh, that's when uh, Gloria had admitted to this as well. She huh. spoke uh, for this on the first time in a Facebook watch show 
alongside uh, her grown-up daughter and niece. Uh, they were doing the Red Table Talk, the Estefans. Um, she said, I wanted to deal with the subject matter. It is so important to try to prevent. I also did not want to sit here quietly while you share your story and are brave talking about Claire Crawley. Uh, she said it was a distant relative that had exploited her mother's trust to molest her. She said, you've waited this moment a long time. Her daughter said that. Um, she said he was family, but not close family. He was in a position of power because my mother had put me in his music school, and he immediately started telling her how talented I was and how I needed special attention mm-hmm. and how she felt lucky that uh, he was focusing on this kind of attention on me. Uh, she said the abuse started little by little, and then it went fast. Uh, the three-time Grammy, Grammy Award winner said that uh, she was aware that she was in a dangerous situation but couldn't ward the man off. She said, I told him this can't happen. You can't do this. And he goes, your father's in Vietnam. Your mother's alone, and I will kill her if you tell Oh, him. my God. So, I mean, he oh was, you know, was, he wasn't dancing around and pretending yeah. like something else was going on. Uh, she said, I knew the man was insane, and that's why I thought he might actually hurt my mother. Uh, the anxiety made her lose chunks of hair, she said. Aww. And eventually she told her mother about what was happening. And although her mother informed the police, they, and this was back then, they advised her not to press charges because she would, quote, go through worse trauma having to get on the stand yeah. and testify. So, thankfully, things have changed that way. So, uh, I've... I've... I don't know if I saw this in the article, but was that the first time ever she admit, admitted to that? I think it might yeah, be because yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, you know, she was saying she wanted to to get this out yeah, in the yeah. open, so that's horrible, horrible news. But sharing stories like this can hopefully help people heal and also make us more aware of what might be happening. Encourage and other people that it's okay to speak up, and 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 you should when things like this happen to you. All right, lighter news: Scarlett Johansson and Disney have settled the lawsuit over her compensation for Marvel's Black Widow. The actress said in a statement that uh, I'm happy to have resolved our differences with Disney. I'm incredibly proud of the work that we've done together over the years and have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. Now that they've paid me, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I look forward to continue our collaboration in years to come. Uh, The Disney Studios chairman, Alan Bergman, added, I'm very pleased that we have been able to come to a mutual agreement with Scarlett Johansson (laughs) regarding Black Widow. We appreciate her contributions to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and look forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. Uh, The terms of the deal were not disclosed, obviously. Uh, uh, I bet it's pretty chunky. Yeah, so Disney... They'd want to keep her, I mean, even though, you know, technically in in one realm her character is gone, but... Uh, this movie was made, and it was after the fact. I don't think it's one of those cases where the two parties hate each other. No. I think she just had a case to be made, and it was probably trying to set a little bit of precedent when it came sure. to like, what happened in movies during the, during the pandemic. Uh, the suit filed by her in uh, Superior Court claimed that uh, Disney was in breach of contract because of streaming on Disney Plus siphoned yeah. potential theatergoers, costing yeah. her potential compensation. Which is true. Tied to the movie's theatrical revenue, uh, Disney countered that Johansson was paid twenty million dollars for the film. So. I really enjoyed the movie. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought it was well done. I love those again, not where the entire world is ending scenario. Uh, you know, m- more of that. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Peloton instructor Cody Rigsby has tested positive for COVID nineteen just days after his dance partner Cheryl Burke. Uh, had contracted the virus. Not Cody Rigsby. Uh, the Dancing with the Stars contestants announced on Instagram Thursday that he had mild symptoms like congestion and a slight headache. Uh, Rigsby added, in comparison to when I had COVID earlier this year, it's a, it's night and day, so that must 
be the vaccine and the antibodies working. So we're super grateful for that. It's uncertain if he will remain on the current season or not, but yeah. they both have had it now. That's one. If you're your dance partner, like that's oh, yeah. how I got the swine flu. I was da- I was salsa dancing at the time. And you guys are in such close proximity. I mean, you're yeah, you're <laughs> sweating on yes. top of each yeah. other, right? <laughs> yeah, and you're breathing the same air. I mean, yeah, you know, you're having sex. Yeah. You're, you're having sex yeah. on the floor, on in the front floor, of other in front of people. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the dance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The Lombada, the forbidden dance. NBC will be ringing in the new year with Miley Cyrus this year. Uh, she will replace Carson Daly. Wow, what the, happened there? As the host of the network's New Year's Eve coverage. Yeah, I'm not sure. Don't you join me? Uh, the, this year is going to be more rocking than ever. The Lauren, <laughs> the Lauren Michaels uh, produced special has been envisioned as a multi-hour, multi-city event with musical performances. Uh, but sources told the outlet that nothing is official yet, but we'll see. Okay, so they had uh, Ryan Seacrest, and then they had uh, Carson Daly, and no, I guess... Seacrest was ABC. Yeah, ABC. Oh, that's this right. ABC. He, he took over the, uh, the right. Dick Clark role. Yes, so, there you go. I can see why they would go after her. She's energetic. Yeah. She's an entertainer and all that. She is incredibly annoying to me personally. But not to other people. But I get yeah. why yeah. they would make a decision like that. So uh, she might be a good fit. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. I probably won't be watching. Uh, Judge Judy Scheinland has a new bailiff. Uh, when Judge Judy launches her launches her new show, Judy Justice, Judy on IMDb TV in November, uh, she will be accompanied by a new bailiff named Kevin Rasco instead of uh, Petri Hawkins Bird, who appeared on Judge Judy for twenty five years. So, is this guy a legitimate bailiff that they got? I don't know. I don't know. She said in a trailer that Rasco is one of the warmest people. Uh, the cast also includes uh, stenographer Whitney Kumar and her granddaughter, Sarah Rose, who will be working as a law clerk. So when she left Judge Judy and went off to do her, oh, she's retiring. No, she's not. We knew she was going to have her own. I mean, she, she she's back with the, basically the same show with a different I, name. I don't. Why doesn't she retire? God, my God, she's got more money than she's in fabulously wealthy personality in the world. And you can just. I guess she must like being in that little room, settling over, you know, people who had their, you know, dog eat a toy from somebody's yard. Carkeed. Yeah. Uh, I I know what it was. It was probably any performer at one point would love to have a show on IMDb TV. There you go. Maybe that was the draw. But, I mean, you know, she can just... She can cash it in, do it however yes. she wants to do. Remember it. the picture of her yacht? Oh she my said God. sold it, but it was like a super yacht. Yeah. yeah. Uh, season the th- season thirteen premiere of the Wendy Williams daytime talk show has been postponed again. Guys, I got some bad news. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have COVID. Uh, a source told Page Six on Thursday that it was a last minute decision to give Williams more time to focus on her health. How you doing? And I don't know, did she, is, is it physical health, mental health? It's everything. Okay, it's all that health. So she's going to work on that. Um, Alan Taylor, who directed The Many Saints of Newark uh, and several episodes of The Sopranos, revealed to The Hollywood Reporter that he believes in his heart of hearts that Tony Soprano is dead. Of course, the series ended with a cliffhanger. It was the big question. It was a uh, controversy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show's finale, Made in America, famously ended with the scene, screen fading to black. Uh, While well, the family was in mid-conversation at a diner, of course, this song is playing. Uh, and, you know, they left the interpretation up to the audience, which journey, which uh, some people hate, you know, when you yeah. do that. They want a definitive ending. It looks like 
they were about to yeah. get their demise. Yeah, like everybody yeah. was going to get taken out in a hit at the very end. Yeah. There, so, uh, but that's what he's he's the guy who directed uh, you know this current movie and a bunch of episodes. And he thinks, yeah, that there is, are yeah. other people that believe that they are saved by Captain Marvel. Oh my yeah, god, which is a whole other series. Why not? Uh, Sean Penn returned to work on Gaslit on Thursday, the limited series that he stars in with Julia Roberts. Uh, <laughs> it's about lighting farts. Yep, it's about lighting farts. Uh, Which that? Sean Penn and Julia Roberts <laughs> starring in a movie all about lighting farts. You can hold it closer to my ass. It keeps going out. We can do this. Don't burn the butt hairs. We don't do something that's very dangerous. There's only one person I can trust. I need you to hold the lighter. <laughs> I'll be there for you. From Touchstone Pictures, everyone at some point... Chases the blue flame. <laughs> Gaslight. <laughs> One more time with the sound effects. That was perfect. <laughs> a tragedy. Yeah. That's one of the tragedy, episodes. Yeah. Somebody dies from uh, from a fart explosion. He'll never walk again. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to you? He has no ass. Uh, back in July, Penn had left the production and refused to return to work until everyone in the production had been uh, vaccinated against COVID-19. A deadline reports that while the production continued to shoot without him, uh, he and the studio finally uh, reached a compromise and the entire crew he worked with upon his arrival uh, return was vaccinated. So they're back at it. I don't even know where that show airs. I, uh, mm. I, I the one with his daughter, is it not? With stars so big, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, it's it's amazing that 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 Julie Roberts and Sean Penn yeah, on this yeah. thing can get lost to me because they're some of the biggest in the industry. But it's a limited series. Right. I would say Amazon, right? Because that's where his he was on a show on Amazon. They, these guys, the space, these the space show, right? And I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really, I mean, it started off strong. It, it you know it moved a little bit slow, but the way it ended, I was hoping that there would be, and I thought there could be a second season. Spicoli in space. Uh, is she? Is she? I can't remember. She's on that show where uh, she is a therapist for um, soldiers returning back from war. I, oh, I, yes. Uh, I, uh, the podcast Nick Murphy turned me on to a while back was kind of like a, a radio theater version of, of that. Right. Yeah. And was that on Amazon as well? I don't and know. if so, Listen, you got to figure the ones that are going to have the money. Uh, Amazon will. Netflix will. Mm-hmm. This is set to premiere on Stars, apparently, uh, according mm-hmm. to this article. So. Uh. Um, all right. Anyway, let's see what else we have. Kathy, I know this series. You'll be happy to hear. Maybe you have heard. Uh, Sex Life, isn't that the, that's the big wang show, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I already hit this the other day. Yeah, they're oh, It's been renewed. I'm yeah. sorry. This is an old well, the, story. the wang is so big, you have to say it twice. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We have to cover that so two times. Both parts of the wang can hear the story. So that is, did you watch the whole series? I did, and they, I said this, uh, two days ago when we talked about it, but they, they set it up perfect for a second Oh, they had season. a dangling ending? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Swing them back and forth. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It leaves in a helicopter. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyhow, all right. And then one last thing. Uh, Will Smith Smith celebrated his 53rd birthday on Saturday by renting out the entire Regal Cinemas in Calabasas. A source said that he had a very private party. He rented out the theater for 100 people, and they watched his latest film, King Richard, and had food and snacks. Uh, The outlet reports that the entire Smith family was there except for Jaden, who was away in Europe. Look, everyone, snacks! So he rented uh, the theater, which is, that's a fun thing to do. What, King Richard is the... Is that 
What, what is that? Is it the actual King Richard? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Nick will look that Why up Why right am I uh, out of loop on this one? I'll try to get you an answer here. No, I don't think point. so, Steve, because there's a shopping cart on the poster. So well, that's what King Richard was known for, his shopping. Yeah, I don't think it's the Shakespearean version. There you go. Look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams oh. became who they are after <laughs> coaching from their father, Richard Williams. There yeah. you go. That's so. it. So is it a is it a theatrical? Oh, it is theatrical. It's theatrical, yeah. Okay, wow. Yeah. All right, nice. All right, um, new movies opening this weekend. Three movies opening this weekend. We'll start with this one. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Action fantasy film starring Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson, and Michelle Williams. Uh, The plot is Venom springs in action when a notorious serial killer, Cletus Cassidy, transforms into the evil Carnage. Uh, It's an hour and 37 minutes long. It's rated PG-13. Released in theaters wide today. And Rotten Tomato score is at a 60%. So that's actually a win when you consider the original uh, Venom was 30%. Okay. I don't care about Venom. Uh, I never really, it never really has gotten my attention. Unfortunately, because... I love superhero movies, but this one just never spoke to me. The first one, okay. Uh, you know, we'll see what this one's like. I, I think if they had have gone a little bit more um, Deadpoolish, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's uh, it's an interesting concept. Remember, Venom appeared in the third Spider-Man movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, also opening this weekend is Adam Fam- Adam's Family Two. Uh, it is an animated comedy starring Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace Moretz as well. In the Adams Family Part 2, we find Morticia and Gomez uh, distraught that their children are growing up skipping family dinners and totally consumed with scream time. Yeah. Uh, to reclaim their bond, they decide to cram Wednesday Pugsley, Uncle Fester, and the crew into their haunted camper and hit the road for one last miserable family vacation. Hour and 32 minutes long, rated PG, wide release in theaters and streaming today. There is no rating for this as of yet. Also opening this weekend, The Many States of Newark. Crime drama stars Michael Gandolfini, Ray Liotta, and John Berenthal. Uh, the plot is young Anthony Soprano is growing up in one of the most tumultuous area, uh, eras in Newark's history, uh, becoming a man just as rival gangsters begin to rise up and challenge the all-powerful DeMeo crime families. Hold over the increasingly race-torn city. Two hours long, rated R, wide release, and streaming today. 73% of Rotten Tomatoes. Nice, healthy score. So the plot is they're going to hold the mayo. Yeah. Hold yeah. the mayo. Hold the mayo. And Nick gave it a thumbs up, right? Yeah, I'm also really curious. If you go see it this weekend, email me. Let me know what you think because uh, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. It's different than Sopranos. Don't go in expecting a Sopranos episode. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. It's just um, different. It's just different, yeah. Uh, shall we get to the clips? Yay! All right. Uh, we will start with the Adams Family too. Here, director Conrad Vernon talks about how this movie deals with coming of age themes. And, you know, most teenagers, when they're trying to find themselves and you know want to be an individual rather than part of a group, you know, they separate themselves to do that. And it, you know, sometimes it comes off as cold and brooding. But uh, I think that that's where Wednesday feels most comfortable. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ooh, ooh. Uh, the Adams Family 2 is in theaters today. Next clip. Old Henry tells the tale of a father and son in the Wild West as they encounter a strange man on the run. 
in this clip, Tim Blake Nelson. Yes, we know him. Been here in our studio. Yeah. Very nice things to say about us. He discusses what drew him to the role of Henry. Initially, it was the what I think is the real heart of the movie, uh, even though it's a, a thriller and a Western. It's at, at its heart is, is ultimately a very tender story between a father and a son, even as it becomes violent. There's a tenderness to it. Old Henry premieres in theaters today, by the way. There you go. That's your entertainment report for today. Um, We have a lot going on on the program. we got a beautiful day starting here together, and it's going to get even more beautiful as we go on because what a bright spot of sunshine if you win $500 from Money Clips. So that first opportunity in less than an hour at 8 o'clock. We're also going to have comedian Shane Torres on the show. We have Kathy's fall activities list. Yeah, hey. 2021 on this beautiful October 1st fall day. And we will get to that a little over an hour from now, about 8, 15, 8, 20 is when we're looking to roll that out. Awesome. So, uh, that and anything we have to give away as well is happening today and many things to talk about. We'll take a quick break, come back in a moment, make sure that you stay with us. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Chuck said this is the funniest meme the other day. It's so good. It's it's this old photograph, and you have to... you won't get the punchline right. unless you see the photo, but it, but it has to do with what instruments people play in a band. Casey will see if he can find that mm-hmm. and maybe tweet it out on social. But uh, Marissa? Yeah, just while we're sharing fun rusted root facts, I found out recently that Liz owns um, Mr. Smalls, which is a concert venue in Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. So a lot of our Pittsburgh <clears throat> listeners know that. I've gone up there a few times um, with one of my boyfriend Matt's old skate buddies. Oh, that's cool. So it's like the venue out there. You guys are tight. Friends, then I guess With the rude. Yeah, right. You guys are rooters. <laughs> so close. I, I went to a show once, and You're she was there, and I met her husband. Does wow. that count? You rooter too? Yeah, but I'm a rooter. Cool that she that she owns Mr. Smalls. Nice. Okay. Never heard of it, but that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Some people listening will. All right. Excellent. Happy to hear. All right. So I would like to serve up some hot dishes for you, friends. Oh. It is time for the connoisseur. It's time for the connoisseur. As I've said before, before you start your weekend eating, get all the best advice from the connoisseur. Yes. So do it. And we will start with this. McDonald's is bringing back the McRib sandwich. Hey! The McRib. As I remember the commercials, the way the announcer would say We've talked about the... McDonald's McRib. McRib many times. I I like it. it. Yes, there we go. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! (laughs) Call me. Uh, I do, too. It's not something I would order all the time. No? It's something different on the menu to get. I just dug the McRib. Absolutely. Um, And they bring it back from time to time. Right. So... Uh, the legendary sandwich, which is filled with boneless pork uh, coated in barbecue sauce and topped with slivered onions and a tart dill pickles. Uh, and on a hoagie-style bun, we'll make its triumphant return to participating locations um, November 1st. Right. Um, Don't people hoard these? Remember that? that yes. That, that was the last time, I think, Case. Do you remember they people were going to all... It was not in every store, and so people started hoarding them. Yes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, this uh, the McRib is, for me, It's it, it goes into a classification of... Uh, tried it, liked it, don't ever need to try it, and won't ever try it again. Right. Well, you, you know? can't right. try it again, but yeah. you, could, you could have it again. We'll never have one again. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's especially a uh, milestone, though, because it celebrates its 40th anniversary. 40th anniversary. Yep, so this, this is how long? So compared to the Shamrock Shake, 
Uh, who I'd say the McRib came out way before the Shamrock Shake, I'm thinking, in my own personal yeah. memory, but I, I don't know when that initially debuted, Steve. Uh, the sandwich debuted in 1981 in Kansas City, uh, Kansas City, Kansas, so it wasn't immediately a success at first. It was oversold by uh, Chicken McNuggets, which came out three years earlier. Nick, what'd you find out about 1970 Shamrock Shake? 1970 for the Shamrock Shake. Wow! Yeah. It way predates the McRib. How about that? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Good. Steve, I'll give you 100 bucks uh, and a massage if you can tell me uh, who with the first, uh, which McDonald's character first endorsed the Shamrock Shake. Oh, I think I would. I, I have a guess. Grimace? That's what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Well, I owe you 100 bucks. Yeah. But it's it's a, it's a the Irish version. And a, and oh, a massage. Uncle O'Grimacy. Yeah, I mean, Grimace was the shake character. He is a milkshake, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, and he's, he's also a a, yeah, yeah. That's why I thought he was always classified. He also as. runs Ponzi schemes. That was yeah. his thing. He was also in the name of our bong in college. Uh, oh, really? Grimace? Yeah, yeah. Because he was purple. It was purple. And, yeah, I love that. And had a like a bulbous bottom. Yep. Nice. All right, so uh, the McRib um, had earned a cult following over the years thanks to its uh, limited edition runs, and particularly. Uh, it was shot into the culture zeitgeist in the summer of 1994 when it was brought back in honor of the theatrical release of the live-action Flintstones film. Right. Uh, proved to be uh, proven to be the perfect prehistoric companion to the film. The McRib's popularity gave it a permanent spot on McDonald's menu through the 90s and early 2000s. Overseas, it made appearances in Germany, New Zealand, and France, and a McRib Junior sandwich was even introduced. Um McDonald's put the McRib on a McRib farewell tour in 2005, but much like Cher and Kiss, it repeated the tour every year for the next three years. And they both smell the same. By 2012, Cher and a McRib. Uh, the McRib was back in stores, but as always, only temporarily. And then McDonald's would um, hmm. wound up keeping it off of the menu for eight years until bringing it back last December. And now it's McRib season all over again. And those that are using the McRib locator should be able to track its return to menus this November. So there's a McRib locator. What about, what about the cheesesteak? No, they, they'd have the cheesesteak. Remember that? We that was to... really temporary. That came yeah. and went real quick. Did they ever bring it back? No. Mm, no, they just did it the one time. And actually, it wasn't that bad. It was yeah. not that bad. But it goes into that classification yep. of tried it, liked it. But and I they're done. Have the game. Yeah. Steve, how many McRibs do you, can you buy with the $100 at Nick Ogio? Ah. <laughs> uh, Maybe I'll just put that into my massage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just buy a hundred bucks worth of McRib. <laughs> Use some barbecue sauce instead of uh, oil. Would, what, does McRib, what does they make rib retail for? Do we know? Mm, don't know. These right. days, man, they're they're you know the sandwiches themselves are like five six bucks. All right. So about twenty. Yeah, twenty dollars something like that. Uh, three sixty nine. Yeah, three sixty nine. Oh, even more. About thirty. You can uh, get a combo meal with fries and a drink for only six dollars. <laughs> okay. All right, well, there you go. So Welcome McRib, back, McRib. McRib coming back November, and you'll be able to find that. All right, well, see you out here. Uh, how about some dessert? Following a 10-year hiatus. 10 years? Oreo Cakesters are coming back. 10! Yeah. Uh, uh, are Ore- well, I'm not familiar. Uh, Nabisco announced the return of the product on Instagram yesterday. Yeah, Steve, <laughs> from the name alone, I don't remember what it is. Maybe we can find a photo. Is it like a whoopie pie? Yeah, kind uh, of. Like a mini whoopie pie? Okay. Like a whoop. Yeah, they're soft. Okay. They're not hard like a uh, a regular Oreo. All right. Uh, like an adult film star. <laughs> right. Talk about a glow up and coming back in early 2022, they had posted. Uh, Oreo Cakesters taste like classic Oreos and feature a soft baked twist. On the classic wafer cookie with its oh chocolate flavor so uh, snack cake, 
with the sandwich uh, creme filling. I would, I'd be down with trying that, yeah. especially I'd... the the vanilla ones. We're looking at the two different. Uh, oh, that's, that's a nutter, nutter butter. <laughs> nutter butter cakesters. God, I loved. That cookie, when I was a kid, Nutter Butters, I would eat all the time. I had some at the, uh, at the blood drive this year. Is yes. it, you know, the little treats you get after you donate yeah. blood. I had like seven of them. There. Oh, man. Yeah, I miss those. Okay, so here's the deal. You have a Freddy's near you. Nick, technically, there's a Freddy's steak burgers near you. There is? Steve, yes. Well, because it's in Brumall and you're in, you're right. in Delco. So you're, you're one exit away. They have ice cream sandwiches, and uh, they're... Uh, uh, Oreo sandwiches. Yeah. So, and then, but it's not ice cream, Steve. I know you like custard. It's custard. Uh, Ooh, and, but yeah, they also custard. have they have nutter butter ice cream sandwiches as well. So but, not only is the cookie butter peanut butter flavored, oh, but yeah. there's a level of peanut butter between the cookie and the actual. And it's a cream. hard cookie on the outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I will sing the nutter butter jingle for you. Please oh, do. Yes. I, I remember it. I knew it. So I, I loved the the cookie so well. Have another Nutter Butter peanut butter sandwich cookie. That's awesome. That was it. That's awesome. Marissa, see if you can find that. (laughs) Have another Nutter Butter peanut butter sandwich cookie. Oh, I did like Nutter Butters. I'm not always on board automatically with uh, with, uh, uh, peanut flavored uh, cookies or candies, but when they do it right, yeah. Casey, this is is this a picture of Freddy's uh, Nutter Butter uh, yeah. ice cream sandwich? Wow. Yeah, on top of the uh, Oreo oh, yeah. one. That yeah. looks fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, you guys are going to love this. 100 actually, calories. No, negative calories. Negative. Oh, negative negative calories. calories. That's amazing that you actually burn calories while you eat it. So you go there and you eat a double cheeseburger, and yeah. then you erase it with right. a Nutter Butter ice cream sandwich. It's crazy. My, First uh, 100 people get a defibrillator. <laughs> right. My son does not like peanut butter-flavored like uh, candies and cookies and things like that. And at first, I thought I was raising wrong, and then I realized that I can have access to his Halloween candy yeah. that he doesn't want. Honestly, you, you end yeah. up winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Case, one of your kids doesn't like peanut butter, right? I get everything that has peanuts and bu- peanut butter in it. Everything. Reese's thing- peanut butter cups. Peanuts unless- and butter. <laughs> All of them? Uh, did- peanuts and peanut butter is what I meant to say? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and what'd you say? All of the kids don't like uh, No, just okay. Casey. So, Casey, right. she, but she's also gotten wise to the, to the gig here, so she will trade First, yeah, and if she's unable to. to trade with the uh, with the siblings, then I yeah, I know. I well, <laughs> you're the th- dad. I take. Yeah, you're a political, <laughs> an autocrat. I, t- I take anyway. You have a, it's an only child, I so know. he has nobody to trade with. You're but if he didn't trade, you know, if he did, I think I owe him a hundred bucks too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, they're they're returning with the uh, the cakesters. All right, Marissa found the nutter butter uh, jingle. Oh, if you could uh, please, please. Uh, I want to oh. see how close I am to uh, to remembering this properly. Here we go. More lyrical, but it was right on lyric wise. I had the uh, yeah. yes, well, and I had the yeah. rhythm down. Right, try to get butter, oh, peanut butter sandwich. I went a little slower. Yeah, sing along with it. Do you think you could um, harmonize with it? No, please. I'm not going right. to try that. All right. Uh, I love so you. What's the? <laughs> There's another butter. one though. It says Nutter Butter Riddle Spot. All right. Here's the Nutter Butter Peanut Butter Sandwich Cookie Riddle. Oh. What has creamy peanut butter filling filling up its middle and is peanut shaped and crunchy too? It's awesome. It's another Nutter Butter Peanut Butter Sandwich Cookie. Oh, you knew. Oh, hey, you Nutter Butter jerk. Man. Another nutter butter peanut butter sandwich cookie. There you go. You remember the last day campaign? Blow a nutter. 
Blow a nutter on your mother. <laughs> Blow a nutter on your mother and your father and your sister. <laughs> Blow a nutter on your mother and your mother and your sister. Ed, we cannot go with this. We're talking Saturday morning cartoon time. This will stand out. It will yes. cause a controversy. Yes, yes. People will make to stand up and take notice. Remove the whole blowing the nutter thing. <laughs> what about bust? Can you, you, bust? Can, you can include that. Okay. Bust the <laughs> nutter, butter, 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 on your mother and your sister. Have another nutter butter, peanut butter sandwich cookie. We're both from Nabisco. Oh, my what are you asking the kids to do with this? Okay. <laughs> It's like, I remember years ago, do you remember the devil dog commercial where the uh, the kids going through the um, the devil dog factory and there was a large guy in a dog mascot costume? No, I don't remember that. And, and I remember it was one of the creepiest commercials I ever saw because the kid goes, how do you get the cream in the... In the cake, and there's like a an unpleasant pause. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it you don't want to so know. You don't want to know. Trust me, you do not want to know. <laughs> Maybe you should check out the Butter Nutter Factory. All right. Uh, let's find something else because uh, we have more to get to in the connoisseur. Charcuterie boards have been popular for a while, of course, and now a group of New York fans have broken a Guinness World Record for assembling a 315-foot charcuterie board. All right, so I always have to ask this question. Is it a continuous charcuterie board or a charcuterie board assembled from different pieces? Uh, I would assume this one was continuous because how hard can that be, right? I mean, like, sometimes there are things that need to be baked or need to be... Uh, fried, and how do you do a giant version of that unless you have a giant oven or a giant fryer? Right. But a charcuterie board is assembled. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so I, I'm assuming this is, Steve, that it's one continuous, but I can't confirm that. All right, all right okay. Uh, the group 315 Foodies assembled the board uh, last Sunday in Little Falls. Uh, the board more than doubled the previous record, which is set by at 150 feet by a Chicago firm in September. Of 2019, the meats and cheeses were split into servings after the record was broken and served to spectators that purchased tickets. We could beat this. Well, we, we could, could beat, beat that easy. We could gather uh, a group of uh, of connoisseurs in yes. Philadelphia of foodies and make a giant charcuterie board and easily beat 315. There's I know we can enough cheese mongers and other people <laughs> who could provide. So I tell you this we could though, double that. Would you want to go, Preston? Well, maybe it wouldn't carry as much merit right now because not that many people are familiar with it, but with the baked charcuterie board. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. For 315 feet no, long? You, no, but for for a a long one, you know. Maybe. I mean, that one you'd have to assemble. Yeah, that, well, yeah, but baking, I think, has to be all in one yeah. piece. Right. You know what I mean? Although Does there it? is bread, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, hell. Ah, uh, hell. We just had uh, a company called Cheese John do a charcuterie board for us, and they use, like, your actual countertops. So they just lay, like, um, yes. paper. paper down. Yeah. yeah, and it took up the entire, like, huge island at my sister-in-law's it. house. It was, like, it, it looked amazing. I love doing that type of thing where you just use the countertop as... The serving platter, uh, and yeah, you put down paper or something to, to make sure that yeah. it's sanitary. I love that type of thing because you can throw all kinds of stuff out there, and then oh, like the island, but yeah, and then things that are that are good for uh, presentation. You can throw like you know 
big pieces of of, uh, of rosemary or grapes or you know, uh-huh. just throw them out there and they look really cool. So I love that type. I of love thing. when our cat sits on the island and we think about what we could possibly do there, mm. but we can't because but the cat can. sits on the island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a record that was uh, recently broken, but I think that can be toppled, and I think we could do that. But we're gonna we're, kill it. Wait for a right amount of time. All right. Um, all right, how about this? I, I always figured this would probably be the case. Uh, but researchers have found, um, from Iceland, they found that uh, people who watch a wintry video yeah. or, you know, TV show or something like that were more likely to fill in a world... What? In, to fill, fill in a oh, world? Fill, fill in a word puzzle with words related to high-calorie foods. Of course. And they say this suggests... That people link high-calorie foods and survival to winter environments. But that does make sense. Yeah. Uh, My wife said the other day, she says, you know how I know that it's getting consistently colder? She starts craving carbs. Like, she starts... Okay. You know, like, and and all of the traditional... Like, I want chili and uh, and things like that. Hot chocolate. Yeah. Or, you know, high uh, uh, denser foods. Right. Bread. Uh, Pasta. Yeah, or, or uh, stew and and stuff like that. McRibs. You know, McRibs, all that. That's... That's my type of uh, wintry foods, or these, uh, uh, you know, uh, things that that uh, that you make in a pot that that um, you know sit for a little while. Yep, it's a chicken in it. Mm. Um, so the scientists say this suggests people link high calorie foods and survival within winter environments. That makes sense. It saw people develop a response to pro uh, protect them against uh, periods of food scarcity. Even though we no longer need to do that uh, in colder months. It's, it's ingrained in us. It's an ancient instinct that our brains haven't developed a more appropriate response to as of yet. So we, as human beings, do that just because out of survival, even though we we don't need to do that any longer, it's kind of what is uh, is in our genetics. Do you keep a roadkill bucket in your car? I don't. Yeah, I do, just in case. But Carter did tell me the other day, he said, did you know that in Pennsylvania it is perfectly legal uh, to pick up and take roadkill and use it for food? Sure. It's illegal? It's legal. It's legal. Oh, it's legal. In yeah. fact, it's well, encouraged. Now, I don't know. Should we... I can't give you the specifics because if you see a deer that's been hit and it's a fresh kill on the side of the road or you hit a deer, can you just take it or do you need to register that with the state and no. do you do you need a license? Well, uh, this is apocryphal, so I'm not 100% sure, but I had friends that I went to college with, Central PA people, and they loved to hunt. And they, they were hunters and the, occasionally they would come across a freshly killed deer carcass that they would gut and mount and, um, and mm. you know, they would take as as their own. All right, here uh, is an article that says any legal resident of Pennsylvania may pick up roadkill deer from the highways for the edible parts which are covered by a permit or permit number issued by the Pennsylvania Game Commission. Non-residents cannot obtain a permit or permit number. So you need a permit. I guess you need a, yeah, but if you have okay. that permit like, in advance, you can then, you can just take yeah. it. Like a hunting permit or just a roadkill permit? Oh, no. Okay. Now, know. Preston, how about the largest roadkill charcuterie? Ooh. Ooh. That right there is groundhog. You want something? You like that? that? A little game, but man, give put up, <laughs> give you as good as it gets. But it is a, it is bulk up season? And if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is, isn't it Fat Bear Week? It um, is Fat yeah, Bear yeah. Week, and we have a link on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. Oh, we do. Uh, if you would like to vote, it started actually on Monday. Does it only last through this week, Nick? It goes through. Wait, I have it here, Press. Um, it goes through October fifth. And, uh, yeah, there's a link, and uh, you can learn all about the bears in Katmai National Park in Alaska. And uh, you can click on the bracket. The bracket there, you can download the bracket from our website as well. So, it's uh, you know, it's fun. I love Fat Bear. Uh, was a month or a week? Or week. It's just yeah. a week, yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, gang, we have people who pick up roadkill who are calling in on the oh, show. There you go. Ah. I 
will go to Patty. Hello there, Patty. Hey, guys. How's it going? Wonderful. So you like to pick up dead carcasses from the road. <laughs> well, I like to eat them. Let's All right. Do, do tell. No. Okay, so if, as long as it's hit correctly, that's a horrible thing to say, but if it's not mutilated or whatever, yep. um, you know, it's perfectly good. You can take it to a butcher and eat it. But the last time I did it was in Chester County, when I lived in Chester County, and with an ex. And um, we did call the cops. He did have a license to hunt. I don't know if he had to show that or not. But basically the cops said, yeah, you want it? Put it in the back of your truck and haul it away. All right. I have questions. Um, how do you know? Because if you, if you don't field dress a, uh, a dead deer, um, the blood's going to seep into the meat. It's going to go bad. How, how do you know where, uh, how long ago it was killed and if it's fresh enough to uh, to butcher? I have no idea. Again, that's Ask my it. So we, we took it to a butcher in Chester County, um, and it was, I guess, the one we got was fresh enough because we ate it. There's nothing better than venison, man, if it's, if it's a good deer. No offense. Let me ask you, have you, done that, have you done smaller animals? Huh? Have you done anything smaller, like squirrel? No. Uh, you no. Know. Okay, no, all right. Just deer, but it's the best stew you'll ever have. Better than beef stew, I kid you not. Listen, I like the fact, I, it just it's so sad when you see them to the side of the road that someone who remove them is nice. Uh, I yeah, don't know and if put, I would... and, put, and get some use out of it, too. Right, yes. You know. They did not die in vain. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm curious, Patty. I may be off base, but I always thought that you needed to field dress something as quickly as you can. Before the blood got into the... Uh, that's since, that's I'm, what I always I'm heard, too. I'm not a hunter, but yeah. that, that's, uh, that's what I'd heard. Okay, thank you, Patty. We'll check into that. But I'm sure that the butcher would know when they when they get it whether or not you can use it or not. Would it benefit you to keep huge rolls in the car just to eat just right there? Case. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. I have a police officer in New Jersey. It's uh, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Morning. How you doing, guys? Good, Jeff. Sorry All right. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the what's the ruling in New Jersey if you if you hit a, uh, a deer or some type of animal that you're interested in, in keeping for the meat? So if you hit a deer, you have to call the local police. And they come out and they bring a tag through the fishing game of New Jersey. And basically, we sign off on it and say, hey, you can take this deer, but you, you just you have to use it for meat only. It's not. It can't be processed for taxidermy wise. And if it's a buck, we got to cut the antlers off. Jeff, do you know why you can't have a, a like a dead deer processed for taxidermy? I don't know why. That would be through fishing game, but yeah, I guess it's just because you know it would, it would just make people want to hit deers more. Maybe okay, oh. and and the antlers as well because people antlers. people like to keep those as a, as a trophy. Exactly. Okay. Well, hey, you I just hit a, like a billion deer. <laughs> like a billion of them. Can you imagine, Thanks, Jeff? You're collecting deer. You're collecting trophies just by ramming into them with well, your car yeah. or truck. I mean, listen, you uh, you stand to damage your vehicle, but maybe you reinforce hey, it. Hey, hit it, Bobby. <laughs> hit it. Like There's one. It is. I'm going to take out the deer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're going to look beautiful on my living room wall. <laughs> anyway, I, this out of you. I gave you a deer head. I just ripped it off a deer on the side of the road. <laughs> he brought that to Adrian. Yeah. Blood still dripping. He's he ripped it. Drain this and put it on over my fire blade. <laughs> Wait, Wait, does doesn't even taxidermy. It just hangs up like that as it rots slowly yeah. over the year. <laughs> what makes you think I even know how to do this? <laughs> I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. Could you clean that deer blood off your face? 
All right, hang on. Wait, so you have to have a permit in Pennsylvania to take roadkill? What? Uh, yeah, we had said that earlier, but I, I, I don't know what the story is. You said you have to have a Plymouth. No, no, you have to have a permit. I'm okay. going to go to Evan, uh, who has done this before. Hi, Evan, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, you bitches. Good morning, you bitch. What's up, man? <laughs> hey, so, yeah, I actually uh, got home from work one day. My dad said that uh, our deer got caught behind the propane tank of our neighbor, and a cop had to come put it down. Oh. Um, I live in a really residential neighborhood, so this was way out there. Uh, I do hunt, so it was good. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, we had to call the game com- commission, get a permit, and to me it was better than letting it go to waste and sit well, there. Well, sure, that yeah. makes sense. I see that. I, and, and, listen, you knew it was killed right then, but I was kind of going for people who have seen one that's been hit on the side of the road. and, and how. Are, uh, but thank you for your call. I appreciate it, Evan. I'll I, shoot it. It's trapped behind the propane tank. As, uh, as to whether or not, um, you know, when uh, if the meat is spoiled. Yeah. By the way, the, uh, Nick brought up this text. And somebody wanted to point out the gal who called in who was talking about venison. Uh, and she said, no offense, but venison tastes better than beef. She said, that lady literally said, no offense, that deer meat is better as if cows were listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> <And> we're, <laughs> we're taking offense to that. All right. Um, which caller, Casey? Uh, five. Line five. All right. Um, hi, Kat. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You rock. Oh, thank you, Kat. What's going on? So, um, my I, a few years ago, I took my husband. We we live in Delaware, and I took my husband to a wolf sanctuary over the line in PA. And uh, they told me that they get calls pretty frequently. They're out in you know out in Nowheresville, and uh, they'll pick up fresh roadkill and feed the roadkill to the the deer to the wolves and anything they have left mm. over they uh dress it and they feed it to needy families that's pretty cool Kat. Yeah. will they let you drop yeah. off deceased family members what's that deceased family members perhaps if you want to save on yeah, yeah. So, yeah. give them to the wolves uncle lou loves wolves yeah, yeah. uh thank yeah. you cat that's yeah. actually a, a good idea i just um I just wonder how long a process it is before, okay, you see the dead deer. Yeah. Then you go through the process of contacting the gaming commission, right? Yeah. How long does that carcass sit around right. before you can actually butcher it? That's what I'm curious about. So, uh, Mark has done this. Oh, I'm sorry. Hang on a second. Wrong line. Let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, okay, so uh, back in like the 70s, I was coming home from a softball game with a buddy of mine, and uh, we're on this highway, and this guy in front of us was from Jersey, and he hit a deer. And I told my buddy, pull over, pull over. So we did. And another couple pulled over behind us. And the deer was, was still alive, but it was it was not going anywhere. So I said, anybody got a knife? And the guy the guy runs back to his car. He catches like the tiniest pen knife you ever saw. So I got this thing in the headlock. And I'm like jabbing in the neck. And his wife starts screaming. She oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And, uh, so I said to the man, I said, do you want this deer? He's like, oh, no, no. I said, you care if we take it? He said, help yourself. So we threw it in the trunk. And I called my buddy. He fired up the barbecue grill. We got a quarter keg. And, uh. Dude, that is beyond. That is as primal as it gets. You're stabbing it to death with a pen knife. Yeah. That's like me, myself, and Irene. You don't have to do that anymore, Mark. <laughs> you know, yeah. Keep the Beverly store. Keep a keep a compass in the car the next time you have to stab a deer to death. Dear God, Mark, did you did you feel? How did you feel while you were well, you killing this? It, you got to cut the jugger. I mean, I'm a farm boy, so I mean, oh, you know how to do it. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no yeah. For you. You know, you know what you do? Keep a staple remover in your vehicle right. you know in case you gore yeah. out a deer's throat. <laughs> Started jamming yeah, yeah. and die. Yeah. Yeah. My, brother, uh, my brother beat one to death with a come-along one day. You know, with a what? A cummerbund. He just pounded it in the head. Though, but yeah, that's good eating. Dude, Wait, that's well, horrible. What did he use? To- what did he use? 
come along, like a like a. What's a come along? Like a, like a, like a wedge. It's kind of like a. a, a it's a Girl Scout cookie. No, no, no. It's like a what? Like a like a winch. Like, like a winch. It wraps the cable around the for I got you. Hey, anybody got anything handy I can beat this deer to death uh, death with? Yeah, I mean, I got some isotoner gloves. <laughs> well, he yeah. hit him enough times. My water go. bottle's half full and can beat it. It'll take about an hour and a half to kill it proper. Yeah, uh, yeah standing there beating a living creature like that is just uh, here at the sky. I mean, remover. just why don't you just suffocate it? You just go get a, a plastic bag and suffocate it to death. Well, they got antlers. Well, that was... a dry cleaning bag. Get a, ba- a bag of... Red. What are you... <laughs> the male deer well, has antlers. I was you, pressing, you, you, you cut some holes for the antlers. <laughs> Not all deers have antlers! It's true. Even... Right, in, my, in my never scenario, mind. it was a female deer. Yes. All right. All right. A doe. A deer. A female deer. All right, anyhow, there's, all, there's several levels of things going on here. <laughs> Uh, well, anyhow, anyway. this was the connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that last part was. But the Nightmare Killers of the Forest. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. Uh, but we'll do it again next week. I promise you that. Uh, we have several things to get to. That's why I want to go ahead and uh, take a break now because we've got, of course, the money clip coming up. Yes. Uh, your chance to win $500. We have uh, the bizarre file on the way. We're going to talk to our buddy Brian Prop, uh, former flyer, because there's a charity event on the way. And uh, comedian Shane Torres will be joining us. We have a lot of things to get to. We'll be back. Oh, we got these full activities. Yeah. We'll be along shortly. Stay with us. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and win sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Don't forget, in just a few minutes, Kathy's Paul Activity. <laughs> Let's do the B5 first. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. All right. Start with a r- terrible, gory, messed up story out of Ecuador. The president of Ecuador has declared a state of emergency in the prison system following a battle among gang members in a coastal lockup that killed at least 116 people 
injured 80 as well in what authorities say was the worst prison bloodbath ever in the country. I got this story early in the day yesterday, so I'll bet the numbers have gone up so far. At least five of the dead people were found to have been beheaded in this whole thing. So I watched a documentary about the Ecuadorian prison system, and it's basically... Preston, it's uh, Escape from New York. Yeah. So the gates and everything inside, and the, the prisoners, prisoners run it. it. Yeah. yeah, so the president, Guillermo Lasso, had a decreed a state of emergency which will give the government powers that include deploying police and soldiers inside prisons. Uh, the order came a day after bloodshed at the uh, Littoral Penitentiary uh, that officials blamed on gangs linked to international drug cartels fighting for control of the facility. He said he could not guarantee that authorities had regained control of the lockup. This was as of yesterday. Uh, images circulating on social media showed dozens of bodies in the prison's pavilions 9 and 10 and scenes that looked like battlefields. The fighting with firearms. They were fighting with uh, firearms, knives, and bombs. Yeah. And bodies were being found. That's in jail. Uh, bodies were being found in the prison's pipelines yeah. as well. Wow. Outside the prison morgue, uh, the relatives of inmates wept, with some describing to reporters the cruelty to which their loved ones were killed, decapitated, and dismembered. Ecuador's president said the uh, that care points had been set up for relatives of the inmates and food and psychological support. He added that a $24 million program to address the country's prisons will be accelerated, starting with investments in infrastructure and technology in the littoral prison. It's just I've never seen anything that bad before in a prison system. And they wow. just got their Dunkachino machine. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what the fight was yeah, about. Yeah. All right. In India, the Central Industrial Security Force arrested a man who was trying to smuggle nearly a kilogram of gold uh, through uh, Imphal Airport. The accused, identified as Mohammed Sharif, was arrested when he arrived at the airport. Uh, he was examined by the officials due to his suspicious movement. Oh, boy. During the examination, the officials found that uh, Sharif was hiding over 900 grams of gold paste in his rectum. Oh. <laughs> Nearly killed him. Uh, smuggling gold. I got an ingot poking. In paste form, uh, hidden inside the rectum, has been a trick that gold smugglers have been using for a long time. I don't like that trick. In Kerala, where the most most of the smuggled gold comes to India, in, into India, uh, such cases and arrests are frequent. Recently, a group who had flown from Saraja was arrested at the airport with nearly three kilograms of gold paste hidden inside their bodies. That's a lot of gold paste. According to officials, uh, smuggling gold in paste form is a new way that helps uh, smugglers dodge metal detectors with numerous reports of this practice emerging since 2018. The paste can look uh, very unlike gold in photographs, but it can be extracted from it later using a chemical process. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's a high-risk move. Uh, when smuggling, but one of the most effective ways to get the yellow metal transported illegally. It said that only an experienced smuggler can hide that amount that amount of gold in their body and travel for hours without bleeding or getting caught. Well, I have a rather large rectum. In most cases, what gives them away is their movement. With that much amount of gold hidden in the rectum, the carrier often finds it difficult to walk properly, hmm. and the discomfort can even be vis- visible on the face. So if you see yeah. someone with a constant <clears throat> scowl... Got on some, their face. Got some gold up your butt there, buddy? They might have gold up their butt. I sent this to uh, Nick yesterday. A Florida woman decided to transport her full-sized couch by using her convertible Mini Cooper. You've got to see. Have you guys seen? Kathy? No. Yeah. Uh, the woman was caught on camera hauling her cargo in a different and dangerous way. Uh, the couch itself is bigger than the entire Mini Cooper. It's straight out of the Flintstones. Uh, the video was taken Monday on the Estero Community Bridge, and the woman can be seen holding the couch with a hand that should be on the steering wheel. 
Uh, police said it was not properly strapped down. Uh, she is holding it with her right arm, and it's an obstruction of view. So, therefore, it, it is illegal. <laughs> Kathy, look at the, the pictures here of her driving oh with this thing. It's crazy. I yep. love, her, you know, her thinking that I'm just going to hold this down with my hand. Like, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Like, if we hit a bump or, you know, gust of wind or whatever, I'll be able to, I'll be able to catch it. Uh, in Scotland, people have been left horrified after a maintenance worker shared a picture of a mountain of used tea bags stacked up and left to fester in a dirty kitchen. And by this, I mean, it's got to be six feet tall. It's, a, it's a, just hundreds of tea bags. Why were they not getting rid of them? Uh, the photo shared on Twitter by the friend of a maintenance worker shows used rotting tea bags almost stacked up to the ceiling from the kitchen counter while also covering the floor. In the picture, a number of used milk cartons also appear to be left lying around the filthy kitchen with no sign of a trash bin. Look at this picture, guys. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's Mount Teabag. Uh, the kitchen counter appears to be stained by a dark-looking color. Dirty dishes also can be seen surrounding the mucky teabag pyramid. Uh, the user tweeted, my mate's dad had to go into a flat to do some maintenance, and this was in the kitchen. I can't believe people live like this. Uh, the picture garnered much attention, as you can imagine, from people aghast at the discovery from the worker. <laughs> I love this story. A Turkish man who met up with some friends and later wandered off into a forest while drunk actually ended up Joining a search and rescue effort to find himself. <laughs> Who are we looking for? Yeah. He just knew they were looking for somebody. <laughs> they didn't know. Gosh, this guy looks a lot like me. That they were looking for him. Uh, the man had been reported missing by family early on Tuesday. And I don't think he's here. After he was found, uh, uh, he found out that it was him that the searchers were looking for. Was there a reward? Police gave him a ride home. No, there was, there was no reward. <laughs> That's like, a, is there an Ernie Pantuso here? Speaking. 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 All right. And you know what? We'll wrap right there. All I've, right. I've got some other ones uh, to get to. We will do that in the next installment of The Bizarre File because I always have way too many stories to cover in one segment. Uh, you have less than five minutes now to enter the word look uh, for the MMR money clips. And we want you to do that through the texting of uh, our contest short code no- number, which is 45911. Or you can be entered for the $10,000 grand prize uh, by entering it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. All right, we have a friend we're going to welcome on board. He's here to tell us about an event yeah. uh, that is coming up actually on Monday. And uh, do we have any flyers, love? Oh, you want flyers, love? Yeah. yeah. I think we, got it. We, got it. We, need a little, we need a little audio intro uh, for our next guest because he's been a longtime member of the Flyers family. He's great. And he's been on our show many, many times. So let's bring him on. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Please welcome Mr. Brian Prop to the show. Hey, Brian. Hello. How you doing today, Brian? I'm wonderful. How you doing? We're doing great, man. All right, so listen, you have uh, a golf outing that's coming up that you wanted to mention. It's a charity golf outing that you'll be participating in. And uh, give us all the info, my man. Yeah, so I'm I'm an ambassador for Bancroft to brain injury people since my stroke six years ago. So so I've been working with them for the last two years. Hmm. And so Bancroft, uh, they've been uh, really uh, good to me. Like I do a lot of things with them uh, promoting. uh, But we have the big golf tournament on uh, on Monday at Galloway uh, Country Club or National. And uh, we're sold out and it's... uh, nice to get back on the golf course uh, after the things that happened the last couple of years and uh, so i'm really looking forward to uh 
you know, I'm, I'm going to sit on a par three and hit shots for the people um, on, a, on a short par three and meet all the other people and sell some of my Gaffa cigars. Oh, so, so you're sort of a, de- a designated um, uh, hitter on that hole. I've seen you at, at, at golf uh, outings, uh, uh, Brian, and you're awesome, and you always uh, lend yourself to charity. Uh, but uh, I, would ha- I would have to say that golfing is in your blood. Would that be correct? Oh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, I know that after my stroke, like, my right fingers and the right side don't work. But, you know, I, I'm a, probably about a 15 handicap right now. Uh, it used to be about a, a 4 or 5. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I still love the golf. of, uh, you know, And, uh, you know, I play hockey a couple days a, a week uh, in Pensac and Skate Zone. And, and uh, you know, I do a lot of work with uh, Wolf Commercial Real Estate. And But uh, Bancroft has been really good to me. And, uh, you know, we... We were looking forward to the sold-out event, and I'm going to have a, a foursome uh, that I bought uh, with a couple of people that had strokes, and then uh, Fred uh, uh, Barment uh, is going to be a, a former Eagle or Eagle player is going to be there with with me too. Cool, nice. And I tell you what, I I, I was lucky enough to play uh, Galloway for the first time a few weeks ago. It is one of the most beautiful golf courses in our area. Have you played there before? Well, yeah, yeah, because, uh, you know, I've been here 41 years and, uh, you know, I know a lot of the golf courses in uh, New Jersey and, and, and Philadelphia and a couple others. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great golf course. It's, it's really tough. I know, uh, Gary Dornhofer was a member there, but he shot his age most of the time. And, uh, he's a good, good golfer, but, uh, and, and uh, but, uh, you know, and we also have, like for our Flyers alumni, uh, we have a, a new thing uh, last, next November 15th and 16th at the Hall of Fame. Uh, so Brad Marsh is running that. And uh, so it might be a hockey game at the Wells Fargo Center for a bunch of uh, former alumni. Nice. nice. That's cool. All right. So this outing on Monday, did you say it's sold out? Yes, it's sold out. Uh, but uh, maybe somebody could still sponsor if they want. Okay. Uh, and. Uh, but then, then the reason that I uh, I, uh, I like uh, Bancroft is because uh, like I started my own Gaffaw, uh cigar brand uh, a year ago, and uh, and every box that people buy from me, uh, it goes to a percentage goes back to Bancroft, and uh, and it's uh, it's been really good really good the last year. I just uh, started with that. I, nice. you know, I have everything online at GaffawCigars.com. Okay, so you can you can order and have them delivered to your home. Yes. Excellent. All right, that makes sense. GaffawCigars.com. Uh, and uh, Marissa said there's also an online auction that's happening now uh, that you can uh, participate in for this particular outing. Uh, and we have it on our community page at uh, PrestonandSteve.com. So that'll help uh, raise some more funds uh, for the event. And uh, uh, that's cool, man, because they're, uh, they're, Bancroft is a great organization. Obviously, you are uh, dialed right into that. So we'll do whatever we can to help out, Brian. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, have a good weekend. All right, you too. Thank you, Brian. Long time flyer. Oh, my God. I forgot we had this. Let's go, Flyers! Oh, my God. Let's go, Flyers! Let's go, Flyers! Bill's loving it. You know, I just learned recently, and I don't know where I've been, but that a high-quality cigar is referred to as a stick. Uh, yes, sticks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our friend Brian is a huge, huge uh, cigar aficionado, and he had uh, uh, he had texted me one time. He's like, hey, "Man, I got some great new sticks. You want to come over?" 
And I, I thought he was talking. So in, in golf, yeah. no, uh, uh, oh, uh, golf clubs are called sticks. Oh, are yeah. they? All right. And I'm like, okay, why am I coming over to <laughs> see your new golf clubs? And, yep. and he's like, no, dude, cigars. So sticks are, are used in a, a little bit of jargon yeah. here and there. But yes, you are correct well, about that. Speaking of sticks, just quickly. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to get to that All in a minute. Right. Okay. We, we need to take a break. All right. We got to get to Kathy's fall activities. But yes, we have stick news. There's stick news. Uh, coming up in a little Top bit. That. Uh, I have a few things I want to share. But we have to take a break because, yes, we have. Uh, Kathy's fall freaking activities <laughs> with a dear God. I'm just trying to end. With, with a, but that with one a, hurt. A new Kyle McCarty jingle that you have to hear. I can't wait to debut this and find out about all the wonderful fall type things you can do. Oh, so Kathy's do. list. Yay! We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You Help You Line. Two Dudes Painting Company is a certified B Corporation that is committed to empowering its employees, engaging its community, and helping homeowners and businesses bring new life to their painted surfaces. For residential and commercial painting, contact us at twodudes.com. Next message. Got Luke. This is Luke from Blokes Barbershop and Gentlemen's Emporium, located in Old City, Philadelphia. Come on down to our old school barbershop, the best in shaves, beard, hair care, and loads of interesting gifts. Yourself and the man in your life looking and feeling great. And Casey Boy, we have a new line of ballsy products coming in to make your balls more yummy. Donations to fill abundance go. Mentions of Preston and Steve at the checkout. Blokesbarbershop.com The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Well, today is October 1st, and that is when it really feels like fall to me. Is when we have finally stumbled into that month in particular. This month in particular, I should say. And what we have is a confluence of all Mm. autumn environmental situations oh. it's a uh, cooler it's sunny it's yeah. beautiful leaves uh, are starting to turn leaves are starting to turn we have mm-hmm. everything and it's the first day it's actually the first day of october yes which is all, astonishing all this comes together it's for all this. there kathy works very very hard on her list of activities for you to get out and enjoy and have a lot of fun we're going to get the list but also somebody works very very hard and each year it gets more and more involved our buddy kyle mccarty who is a genius. He's he's outstanding. He's a wonderful musician, performer, super nice guy. He's a good-looking fella. Too. He is a good-looking fella. <laughs> just throw that in. He, just, he is. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's sinewy. Uh, uh, I'm sure his genitals are huge. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, Let's just right? go with it would that have for to sure. be. Yeah. Um, but I love his fall activities jingle that he does. And this one, I personally think... Really, by far the best one yet. Wow, that's big a big uh, compliment. He he writes it, produces it, and sings it, performs it, Everything. of course himself. So, before we get into Kathy's list, let us do the intro in proper form. Here we go. You may know me. My name is Kathy. I provide you with activities. Fun things to. Oh, here it is. 
poops pumpkin spice. Yeah. Kyle McCarty in his intro for fall activities. And without further ado, let's find out what you are going to be doing this autumn, Kathy. Yes. So um, I always put new things on the list. That's just something that I love to do is find some new stuff. And then there's some uh, oldies but goodies. But there's been some, a change, sort of uh, a theme that I've seen over the fall uh, season or more so into uh, Halloween. So we'll, we'll get to it. But there are some farms on here that I, I traditionally have because I love, but some big changes at the farms. Well, okay. I, uh, and I have used, uh, last year I used um, your Christmas list. You did. And I did the Polar Express. I did a couple other things as well which are awesome. Uh, honestly, if you're thinking, is this the kind of list anybody, anyone can use? Yes, yeah. there's something for everyone. <laughs> there is. Uh, so first on the list is a place called Hellerick's Farm, and it's in Doylestown. Uh, there's a couple of farms in Doylestown, and I feel like sometimes Hellerick's is like kind of brushed off to the side because there's other uh, bigger farms. And Hellerick's has all the traditional fall features that you'll get when you go out during fall or Halloween. They have a hayride, they have corn mazes, they have an obstacle course, a lot of family-friendly activities. They have goat yoga and a personal goat experience, which I did. It was awesome. But what makes this farm so different, and if you when you drive up to it, you will immediately see it. It's a three-story aerial adventure park. So it's zip lines. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the obstacles that you have to travel across different bridges. They have three different levels. Jace and I did it. We got to level two, and we both agreed that was enough for us. <laughs> well, right. I'm looking at it. There's some pretty formidable stuff on, on the, uh, even on the, uh, the opening, the, the splash page is pretty there's a ton of stuff. Yeah, so the owner was actually yelling at me. I was up on the second level, and he's like, you going into the third? And I was like, no, we're no. not. Uh. <laughs> so it's no joke. I mean, it is it is a challenge yeah. uh, to get to that third level. So I definitely want to go back and do it again, and maybe we'll get up to the third level. But, uh, yeah, it's... It, it's hard. It was very hard to do. So all the standard stuff, like, uh, you know, all the stuff that you'd want in a classic holiday or autumn Halloween farm experience? Yeah, absolutely. And the goats are awesome. They were so cool. They have a whole, you can sign up for yoga, but you can just do a goat experience. So if you're not into the whole yoga thing, you can just go, you sign up for the goat experience, you go in their pen with them. There's a ton of them. If you sit on the ground, or you, the, the goats will come over and climb on top of you. They actually let us pick one of the goats up. Uh, <laughs> hey, do do you have to, like, if you want to do the, the ropes course and stuff like that, do you have to um, set aside a specific time and make appointments and things like that? Yeah, so res- okay. reservations are required and also check your child's height because um, there's no wiggle room on this because right. of the nature. Safety. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I went with a friend of mine and her daughter was actually not able to go. She was just under the height requirement. So, oh, yeah. you know, before you take the trip out there, if that's what you want to do, make sure uh, that your kids are tall enough and then uh, stop in their market on your way out. You can grab your pumpkins, corn uh, bundles, mm. fresh cut flowers, all of that. As I well. love it. So the second thing on the list, <laughs> traditionally we would go to in the winter time when it's snowing and people are skiing and snowboarding. Spring Mountain, you guys know, in yes. Schwanksville. What? Yes. I, right? You would normally go uh, in right. the winter. That's but you think. they've actually transformed the mountain into Scream Mountain and it's every weekend in yes. October. Scream Mountain. Scream they've been doing mountain. that for a little while. Yeah. Really? Awesome. I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so guests travel to the top of the mountain on the chairlift in the dark. Now, the chairlift is not haunted. It's just dark, so it's scary enough. Right. Uh, and then you make your way through 
a walking haunted tour through the woods. At the end of the walk, there's then an option for you to get on a haunted hayride. Uh, mm. And also what I like that, that they're doing, and this is sort of the theme, and we'll, we'll get to it, but um, at 6 o'clock, so before it gets too dark, if you have kids that love Halloween, want to see this stuff, but maybe aren't quite ready for like the screaming zombies jumping out at you. Like me. Yes. Right. At 6 o'clock, you can just do the, the walking tour. You can do the hayride, and there's no actors that are going to jump out at you. You can see the scenes that they have set up. I'll okay, so that. it's more modified. You do I that would much. actually. I All would right. do that. Kathy, can I ask a question about yeah. Spring Mountain? Can we reveal this or not? You told me about something that they're no, working on. No, don't, because that's going to okay. be in my winter activity. Yeah, oh, 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 don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, so Bucks County Scenic Peddler's Village is the home to so many activities throughout the year. They've been on my list for a number of years for, for different reasons. Fall, winter, all of it. Um, but they've made it again this year, uh, and it's because they're doing a murder mystery show. They're actually doing a few murder mystery shows. Uh, the, it's a, one is outdoors and it's called Ghost Dusters and that's the family-friendly walking tour that includes a number of stops around Peddler's Village. It lasts about 50 minutes. Uh, there's co- uh, comedic twists. Actors share stories about Bucks County, um, Bucks County-based ghost stories is what they share and then uh, the people that are out, the participants, they can uh, guess whether or not it's a real or a fake one. So I passed by Peddler's Village tons of times. And I've never actually gone in and we, experienced it. We used to go with the kids. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a place there called Giggleberry Farm. I don't know if it's still there or not, but yeah, we used to we used to go. Yeah. There's just a lot of cool stuff in Peddler's Village. Yes. Giggleberry? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so they have these these uh, ghost tours, this murder mystery tour, and it's outside. It's every Friday and uh, Friday evenings, Sunday afternoons. And then in addition, uh, there's a restaurant there called the Cock and Bowl, and they're hosting the murder mystery cocktail theater. It's the Golden Girls Mr. Murder mystery. Yes. Now we've been meaning to go to that. It's the actual Golden Girls from the series. Yes. Oh. I mean, it's not the actress. Okay, but, but yeah, yeah. Rue McClanahan's dead, so that wouldn't work. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, they, but they yes, they're the characters. Yeah, uh, that's, from that's, the what, that's what I figured. From I, what I, I understand, mean, I, I, don't think I know they, you didn't. Yeah, mean yeah, that. I, I don't joking. think they dropped the loot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's every Friday and Saturday through November thirteenth. So that's extended into November. So you have some time okay. to do that, Preston. Cool. Um, and then while you're at Peddler's Village. Take a tour of the 100 Larger Than Life Scarecrows. I've had their Scarecrow Fest uh, on my list before. October Fest is October 16th and 17th. And then Apple Weekend is November 6th and 7th. <laughs> so here's something that has really put a big change in place. It's, it's an oldie but a goodie. It's uh, Halloween nights at Eastern State Penitentiary. We've all done that, right? We've all done the scary tour through the jail cell. Um, well, what they've done this year is a new festival style celebration. So they've got 50 attractions, two haunted houses. So the haunted houses are still there. However, they're giving you the option to skip them. There's going to be so much more to do now that if you're not really into the scary stuff, you can do a 3D fun house. There's going to be live performances, which one of our former calendar girls uh, is a dancer there. She is uh, taking part in one of the performances, Alexa. Hmm. Um, and then they'll have, they have Halloween themed bars, which is absolutely awesome. I love this thing. So I, I love the, the all in, the all full hard, throw it all at me. I, I love all that stuff, but to have a companion yeah. program for people who don't want the jumping, don't want the screaming, don't want that, but want to see the haunted houses and stuff like yeah, that. That's, that's me. Cool thing. Yes. Again, speaking to me. That's yeah. my wife. My wife would prefer that. She hates getting scared. Hates and, it. And this is good because if, Steve, if, if, if anybody is like Steve, um, the scary stuff is very scary. Oh, good. Um, I'm but, done with that. But there are other things that you can do that are not so scary. And uh, they have a, they have a couple of bars now that are set up. Some are just, you know, eerie and fun to go to. And then there is one that's going to be uh, more scary. Okay. 
Oh, Case, hang on. Come on. Oh, wait. Oh, I messed that up, man. Sorry. Love that. This is what I did last night. I did an AR workshop. Okay, so it's one of the, the rifle. No, <laughs> it's one of those places where you uh, do like a custom wood project. So you're doing the staining, the painting, ah. the, uh, you know, the hammering. You're you're doing everything. Um, I worked with AR Workshop in Gilbert Gilbertsville. So there's a number of locations. I worked with Kelly, Kelly, and Jen last night, um, and five of us made projects. It was so much fun. Uh, so you can choose from, they have hundreds of Halloween and fall themed projects. Um, you can personalize it. You can put your name on it. You can put memorable dates, quotes, graphics, whatever you want. Uh, they also have these awesome do-it-yourself at home kits. So if you don't want to, really? you know, I mean, listen, they're all over the place. So there's a location in Chestnut Hill, Fishtown, Malvern, Morristown. There's a couple of more. Um, but this Gilbertsville location and, and the people that I worked with were absolutely awesome. So if you're in that area, um, it's it, it was a lot of fun. So th- this stuff is fun. My wife is looking to do. Now, let me ask you, mm-hmm. are there still any options? I don't know if you have it coming up for Scarecrow Building. Uh, yes, I do have okay, an option right, for Scarecrow right. Building. Uh, how, many, how many items on the list this year, Kathy? Is it 10? So it's 10, but I've got two groups that have a few in it. We'll, we'll, get, All right. we'll okay. get to that. But so, this, so this AR workshop, um, they also do a chunky knit pumpkin, which is what we did. Um, we made all these pumpkins. You can also make a wreath or a blanket if that's something that you're interested in. Um, but these these wood projects that everybody loves doing, it's so much fun for a girl's night. Jace did one with me last night. Great. He I, did a, a skeleton. Like it, He loves it. Um, especially for Halloween-themed and autumn-themed stuff. He, he, it can... It can look a little bad and still look good. Right, yeah. exactly. Jace is like, why does my pumpkin look better than yours? I'm like, I don't know. I guess because you're better than me. <laughs> yeah, Why don't you um, shut up? Maybe, maybe I don't feed you tomorrow. And all of these locations uh, traditionally carry the the same events or the, they have the same project. So if you find something you like, you can go to the location that's nearest to you. But uh, Gilbertsville specifically is holding a dress-up Halloween class for kids. And then they're also doing a Halloween dessert charcuterie and wood tray <gasps> event. Dessert charcuterie. Yeah, so they're teaming up with uh, some Somebody who makes these charcuterie trays, and uh, the, you'll basically make your wood project, and then uh, they're going to teach you how to put a charcuterie tray together to make it look nice for, you know, a party or whatever. On a different note, quick idea for a TV show, Preston, charcuterie tank. Ooh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's AR Workshop. Silky's Farm. Silky. Silky Farm. Yes. Mm. Can you guess what they do? Silk. So it's not it's not goat yoga. It's alpaca yoga. Alpaca oh yoga. When oh, they so crush an, you, so an alpaca stands no, on you. No, yeah. so alpaca. Yeah, it's a Clydesdale yoga. Elephant yoga. Um, <laughs> alpacas, come visit our morgue. No, alpacas are much different than goats, and they're actually the most gentle livestock that you'll come. They're very yeah. docile. Yeah. So as their hooves very are going through so. your chest. Oh, because they just stand around and they they provide sort of a contemplative nature, correct? Yes, they're not getting on your back and violating you. Correct. Yes. So this Chester Springs Farm is offering alpaca yoga until the end of October. It's every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. This looks. Look at the pictures. This looks really nice. Yes, and they assure they will not uh, jump, bite, or kick you. They will happily hum, actually, and graze. Happily hump. And graze nearby while you're taking the yoga class. And then after your yoga class, you can take photos. You can pet the alpaca um, at Silky's Farm. And they say reservations are <laughs> reservations are required. So make sure you sign up if you want to uh, do alpaca yoga. We're going to hold the downward dog position for just a little bit longer oh. here. <laughs> what? Oh, bingo. Yeah. 
Bingo's my favorite. <laughs> no, Kathy, these are this. I I do like that. If you're not happy with animals crawling on you, them around you this way seems nice. I think this is kind of more for me. Like the, yeah, the goats were cool. You don't want a filthy goat on your back? Well, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, Kathy's fall activities sponsored by Acme Markets this Yay! year. So thank you very much for putting your uh, power behind this. And the full list on PrestonandSteve.com. Yep. Fall activities. <laughs> Nightmare Before Tinsel kicks off the spooky season with ghoulishly themed cocktails and horrifying Instagram-friendly photo backdrops. You guys know this Halloween pop-up bar. It's at 116 South 12th Street. This is the third year uh, that they're doing this. This year's theme is the Devil's Lair, including a trip down below with a flaming hot and bloody cave dripping with human remains. This this is amazing. So let me ask you, they, they couldn't quite do it last year, right? Uh, they did do this last year. They actually had a whole outdoor setup, which was oh, awesome. Wow. All right. Yeah, so they, okay. they did it last year, and they're doing it again this year. And you have until October 31st um, to, uh, to enjoy the eerie ambience, and then it goes directly or right into uh, Christmas. You guys know the bar, the, um, what is it? Tinsel. 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 That's the name of All it. Right. All right. Tinsel. Number seven. On to number eight. So we've got a COVID safe section of Kathy's Fall Activities 2021. So if you're not comfortable in large crowds yet, glamping in your own backyard, personalized teepee sleepovers, and luxury picnics are the hottest new trends. So if you want to stay close to home, but you still want to participate in some fall activities, I've got Uh, awesome options for you. Did they do this at your house? There's uh, a picture of you. No, so that is not my house. That okay. is somebody else's backyard that they were setting Dude, up a tent in a picnic. That's this is awesome. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. It's incredible. All right, so this uh, very large canvas tent with these big tie-downs. It looks like it's at least eight feet tall, maybe more. And do you get this balloon uh so, okay, so what uh, you're looking as well? The picture that you're looking at is Buck's Glamping, and it's a specialized backyard glamping service. They come in, they set up the tent, they set up inside decor. So in, there's more pictures, Preston. Inside, there's like blow up mattresses and oh. little like bean bags with pillows and trays. And so you can actually Dude. go in and have Preston. a party inside. You got to do that. Dude. You have to do this. That is so damn cool. Yeah. That's wow. glamping. You, so that, the, the tent is so big it has a center pole. Yes. I mean, like it's for the a, strippers. It's a big one for if you want to have no, yeah no, a stripper Steve. in there. No. no. For clippers. Um, and they have these uh, <laughs> tables that are, you obviously will sit on the ground on pillows because it's a low table and, and have your meal there. <gasps> yes. This is this is very cool, very um, traditional looking. It's very elegant. Um, It looks expensive. So uh, it's n- no, it's really? actually it's not that bad for, two alpacas. for what it is and what you're getting. Um, I don't want to split a llama for two alpacas. <laughs> I can break a goat for a chicken. <laughs> I don't want to quote the exact price because I'm not exactly sure what she Listen, is charging, and it and it varies based on your location and where if, she has to drive. Kathy, if wow. you're getting people together, everyone t- you know, yeah. no matter what, everyone chip in. Yeah, I mean, this is big enough to do a number of people for an experience that looks really unique. I'm yeah. sorry, how many goes for a chicken? Uh, two. Okay. Two goes for a chicken. Um, so uh, the large tent fits about six to ten people, and along with that comes a fall or Halloween-themed picnic table outside of the tent. Um, and then clients can choose to add a decorative balloon display by Balloon Art Extraordinaire and Bucks County's own Balloons by Victoria. In case I was wrong, it's two chickens for a goat. That's, oh, that's right. I, I, I said it wrong. Oh, my God. This um, isn't is communism. It, is that your balloon friend? Uh, balloons by Victoria. Yes, it is okay. my balloon friend. All right, because she did the uh, for your birthday. For my birthday. Kathy's friend is made out of balloons. Yes. Uh, and- this is my balloon friend. <laughs> 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 <Like> Baymax. 
Um, And Bucks Glamping, this option includes overnight or day use. So you can set it up for like a party or a girls' day or, or, you know, whatever for the kids. But you can also set it up and she'll put air mattresses in there and you can camp inside. So uh, is there a lighting lighting right inside the tent? Uh, She can do a lighting. Yeah. I mean, the whole setup. You guys need to go and check this out on uh, PressTheSteve.com because there's a whole bunch of really, right from the beginning, Kathy, everyone's been a home run so far. Yeah, Yeah. you want to see these photos. That's amazing. All right. Is that the end of that one? So similar option, it's called Dream Huts, and it's a slumber party tent rental company that offers fall and Halloween themed tents. Uh, You choose your theme. They come in. They set up everything. This one is inside your house. Oh, this is cute. If the kids want to have a sleepover, it's very light lifting for parents. I did it for Jace's birthday, and they come. They set everything up. All you have to do, I gave them popcorn, put movies on. You could let them watch Halloween movies. They watch Hocus Pocus, I guess, right? And then Dream Huts comes back, and they pick it up the next day, and you basically have no cleanup whatsoever. Oh, you can great. stay upstairs and drink. Yeah, but this can... is this is definitely for for kids. It looks like it's smaller. Yes. So. It's adorable. Well, though. although uh, she did do a 40th birthday party, um, and she set up like 10 tents for uh, oh. a, a group of girls. How yeah. big was that house? Okay. Well, so she can she can accommodate up to 12 tents. So based wow. on your party size, she can do any one. I love this thing. 12. Dude, I, that's really cool. I love this tent glamping stuff. I was not aware that, I, I mean, I know that you can go out to... Uh, campgrounds, yeah. you know, out in the West and, and other uh, picturesque locations. I had no idea this is something you can order Here. from your home. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. All right, so we've got another luxury. <laughs> Sorry, we need the we need No, the that's okay. Yeah, so okay. this is outside. This is picture book picnics and parties, and they're offering, it's similar, but it's a luxury pop-up picnic, um, and they'll go to a local park. They'll go to your backyard, wherever you'd like. You give them the location. They come to you, come and on. we set up a when picnic. When did this stuff start? When did this, <laughs> when did this become a thing? COVID. I would have done COVID. this. So I had a COVID. Right. Listen, that's, that, there's actually... Uh, you know, you got, you, some pretty interesting some things stuff have, have, yeah. have come out of this. This can stay after COVID. Yes, yeah, this, this is day. This is good. I like this. So picture, this is good. Picture book, picture book picnics and parties uh, has a seasonal fall 21 theme, the pumpkin patch or uh, grand harvest. The grand harvest theme is a lavish autumn arrangement. They said it's best for like extravagant dates or luxury parties. And then the pumpkin patch theme is a quaint farmhouse style setup featuring Halloween themed decor. They add snack boxes that correspond with the theme that you pick. And then the whole uh, picture book, they give you a Polaroid camera. You take pictures during your two two-hour picnic, they come back, they take the Polaroids, and they make a keepsake book for you. So this is wonderful, Kathy. So again, in a case where you say, okay, what, what does it cost? What's the deal? If you get a couple of people yes. together and everyone chips in yep. uh, for what you're going to get, for what we're seeing, uh, this is a great experience. Now, as far can you pick a location? Yeah, you pick your location. Does and it have to be a legal location? Like, <laughs> you say it could be in a park? Yeah, uh, a park. as well. Yeah, you All pick right. your location. And, and same thing, depending on uh, the distance, you know, sometimes there's no fee or sometimes there'll be a small fee. If can you pick drive. two locations? <laughs> two locations. Uh, and they'll cater picnics for any age and they can accommodate both small and large parties. Wow. 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 We're looking the- at a picture here that looks very, very bucolic and. The pillows are down and the table's there, and there's all sorts of... It looks wonderful. Um, and that's the last item on the list, No, right? no, 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 no. Oh, so, my God. So that Hang was, on a That second. was my COVID safe section. Ah. And here, this, this one's sort Don't of... Don't play us like that. This one's uh, under the COVID safe as well. And then I just have uh, one more section that has a few little things in it. Uh, okay, so so still under the COVID safe is Foreman Design Company. Uh, she's the maker of the paint and peel kit. So this is for, I would say, younger kids. However, I took part in this, and yeah. I absolutely... 
absolutely loved it. Like, I want to get another one. That's how much fun we had. So it's a great at-home activity to keep the kids busy. You can have a glass of wine with the other moms. Or like I said, if you're like me, you want to paint along. It's a family-friendly activity. It's a paint and peel kit. So it comes with the stencil already on the canvas. It comes with paints, brushes, and directions on exactly what to do. Uh, So she's a locally-based company. She has Halloween and fall-themed canvas kits. You order them on her website. They will come directly to your door, and then you've got uh, an activity for the kids to do. You paint, and and you just let it dry, and you peel the, um, the sticker off, and it's like... Voila! You have this like adorable. I think it's awesome. Decoration. Yeah, for, like I think a wall awesome. sticker, or you can put it on your wall the stickers. No, so you keep the canvas. The sticker is you peel that off. Oh, and it's just basically yeah. Okay, it's I got gotcha. you. Work of art. I like yeah. that. And, nice. And they are actually having a few events. So if you do want to go out uh, to a paint party, they're going to be at Ambler Oktoberfest on uh, this Saturday, October second. There's going to be 90 vendors, 10 food trucks along Butler Avenue in Ambler. Uh, pre-registration for that paint party is encouraged, and then the beautiful art paint party at Love... Beautiful. That's like what a ghost would say. Yes. <laughs> at Love City Brewing is Sunday, October 17th from 1 to 3. Parents can enjoy craft beer. The kids can paint. And then they'll also be decorating cookies with uh, Deanna's Cookie Couture. Uh, that event is open, they said, to children and adults of so, all ages. So, the, you know, you'd say, okay, look at all these businesses and small companies that are doing this stuff. You say, oh, this is going to be sort of shot. Everything you put up is is top-notch, looks great. And, uh, you know, you're also supporting local businesses yeah. and stuff like that. So it's it's a win-win. This, to me, is exactly the kind of spice uh, that you'd be looking for around this time. I mean, these are great selections, Kathy. And then I have one more section that includes three things. <laughs> and this section is what's new at my favorite farms. And this is I'm, this is what I was alluding to earlier, things that are changing. So Shady Brook Farm, you guys know, has forever been on my fall activities list. Love it. It's a great farm. It's got a bar in the middle of it, so that's the main yeah. attraction for me. But you can do apple, pumpkin, sunflower picking, wagon rides, a corn maze. They have apple shooting, bonfires with s'mores, and then they have live music every weekend. But Shady Brook Farm has put in place a big change this this year. They're eliminating Horror Fest from their lineup of Fall Fest events uh, as their Halloween attractions are pivoted to a more family-friendly vibe. So they said they looked at their clientele and what they were attracting and, the, and they said we attract... And they were horrible enough. No, they said we, we're attracting families and we're putting this huge scare in, so they've actually taken the scare out of it. So instead of the Hayride of Horror this year, they're introducing the Eerie Illuminations Hayride, which uh, will be included in your Fall Fest admission. You'll take a pleasant wagon ride around the farm viewing all of the Halloween light displays that are synchronized to music. So it's great. So uh, to, to be honest, they always sort of went family friendly. Even their stuff that was supposed to be scary was still very, very metered. But I love this new angle on it. Again, so you can go absorb all that environmental stuff and see the lights and have fun and get his Halloween spirit, but not have your kids crapping themselves. Right. So, and the two haunted houses, the 3D alien encounter and the barn of horror are staying there. They will be the same as last year, but they'll only have animatronics inside. No creepy creatures or zombies jumping out at you with uh, chainsaws to scare you. So you can can walk through it still. It will be available. Uh, And in my opinion, this is one of the best farms to visit during the fall and Halloween season. Okay. 
Another one that I love to go to and I go every year is Mary Mead Farm. Uh, and they are celebrating their 50th anniversary this year of opening wow. up their store. Wow. So to honor the anniversary, there'll be some special nods throughout the farm, including an ice cream cone-shaped corn maze. Uh, and this, I loved this story. So they have a kid's book that's for sale in their store, and it's called Mary the Great Pumpkin. So every year there's a kickoff event to the fall season. It's called The Lighting of the Great Pumpkin. I've been a number of times. A lot of people in this area, I'm sure, have. But the story that's told year after year at that event uh, was told by the owner's wife's grandmother, uh, and they made it into a book. And so the book is now available at the farm. So they're carrying on the tradition of that yeah, story. And she has since passed away. I love it. But they, they put it into a book. I mean, I don't love the fact she passed away. I love the fact they made this book. Yeah, yeah they I made thought the that book. was particularly brutal when right, you said when that. that mean, when I said I'm so that, glad she passed away. Yeah. I love it. No, uh, so yes, I'm in the book. so you can get the book there. And I'm then a they, big supporter of death. And then Mary Mead has a few new things at their farm. They've got an 18 passenger train that enhances the trip on the farm uh-huh. with lights and music. Uh, as always, the fun wagon ride, hay ride, apple slingshot, and other activities will be part of fall harvest days, which take place on Saturdays and Sundays in October. And keep this in mind because I feel like a lot of people forget this. So the harvest days are on the weekends when everything is open. They are obviously still open during the week, but some of those activities are, are closed. Are not open All right, okay. Can you kind of danced around it a little bit, but uh, Mary Mead's ice cream, for my money, is the best in the area. So, so you guys uh, turned me on to it, and you just turned me on in general. I do. And so right. I, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> my wife Claire and I went out last year. Uh, it's awesome. I love and, it and, there. The, and we did, the ice cream is awesome. Yeah, I'm a Freddie Hill fan. All right. All right. Well, so, listen. <laughs> I mean, There's says, a lot of good ice Says the lover of death. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me. All right, Grim Reaper. Yeah, I absolutely love their ice cream. I get every time I go there, I get a gallon. You can buy it. They have a, a gallon. Little, oh yeah, you can you can buy, you can buy it, it for gallons. the ride home. You can buy it in gallons. You can go. They have cones. You can just buy some ice cream. But yeah, you can get it in pints. You can get it in gallons. And actually, when I talked to the owner, he had to turn off the ice cream machine. He goes, "Oh, hold on, I'm making peanut butter chocolate ice cream." Wow. He had to turn it off so I could hear him. Do they have gallon cones? Uh, I, you know what? In in all fairness, I have not had the ice cream at Mary Mead, so I need to okay, go no, there. It's, it's, it's not far from me. I need to go there. You have to. All of the ice cream is made on site at their farm. Freddie Hills, great. They're, they're all great. Yep. All right. And this is the last thing uh, that's on my list. So Snipes Farm in Morrisville is offering a haunted Halloween drive-in movie experience. Starting October 7th, the movie showings will take place on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights with gates opening at 6 p.m. And then the movie begins at sundown. The movies include Halloween, Beetlejuice, Hocus Pocus, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Halloween Town, and The Blair Witch Project. Oh, wow. Uh, So it changes each week. Yeah, the haunted drive-in is selling uh, quick. I actually was checking it throughout the week as I was preparing this list. It's a great idea. So if you're interested, don't wait. Purchase mm. a spot for your car. Steve, um, this is right up your alley. This, well, is, this is badass. This is all awesome. And I see at the bottom they have the Japanese torture porn movie audition. No, no, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I thought you were serious. I didn't. I didn't you did? that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure this educational farm will love oh, that right. comment. No, this is, they've made some really good selections. There's there a couple that are a little bit more brutal and ones that are really wonderful and, and yeah. great for the family. And there you go. I love this. Well, and Steve, they'll have horrifying characters that'll pay a visit to your car. Too, oh, like uh, Harvey Weinstein. No, 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 no. no. Kids. No, this is, uh, um, it's awesome. I, this is great. Moviegoers are encouraged to bring chairs, pillows, blankets, and snacks. Uh, and then also, Steve, this is 
the very end. But uh, so also at the farm, families can volunteer to create the land of scarecrows. Okay. So this is um, you don't actually get to take these home. There are still the places oh. that I've used in the okay. past where you can take them home, uh, but you can actually go out there. You can volunteer at the farm. It's an educational farm, so you'll help stuff and sew the scarecrows, and then they'll be put on display at the farm. They'll display them there. Yep. Will, will, will your name be on it? And the, uh, you know what? I don't know. Okay. That's a good question, maybe. Um, but that takes place on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and hmm. then Sundays from 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, and all of the information listed on PrestonandSteve.com, if you missed any part of what we talked about or you want more information, all of it will be there. There's tons of photos linked to everything, and you can go out and do fall activities. And there year. it is, ladies and gentlemen. Kathy's Listen 2021. I loved every single thing about every it. Every one of them. Please, you know what? With all the crap you've been through, take advantage. It's October. Mm-hmm. It's starting. My wife said to me the other day, I really want to absorb and enjoy this this autumn. And, and we just, deserve it. We deserve yeah. it. Yeah. So here is a list. It's all laid out for you. Take advantage. I loved everything about it. I loved all the activities. I love the fact that Acme is our sponsor. And Acme! Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. That Marissa took all the time to put together this list on PrestonandSteve.com. And it is extensive with full descriptions and links to absolutely everything that you could possibly need from that. And and I love the new jingle, too. I love everything about this list. (laughs) And I love you guys. And I love you. Do we have time to hear it again? We have time to hear it again. You may know me. My name is Kathy. I Can he sing or what, man? Oh, he can. Major pipes. Kyle McCarty and those huge genitals. And those huge genitals where it kind of works as a subwoofer. Uh, Kyle McCarty, by the way, uh, you can find him on Instagram at the, it is the Kyle Mac. And Mac is spelled M-A-A-C-K. And you know, we'll have to post that so people can. We will. And you know what? You... I'm, I'm going to offer up this. You should hire him to sing jingles for you. I, I mean, was like, thinking yeah, that, too. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he does that for yeah. people, but you can contact them through his social media. But if you have a special event coming up or something, maybe he can whip this up for you for for a fee. Or whip out his huge genitals. Maybe you, you can want. do that, too. I'm not yeah. sure, but you can check with him on that. But he's an amazing talent. He should be working here at MMR. He yeah. used to, but we yeah. need to get him back in here. <laughs> All right, uh, with that and Kathy's list and all that stuff available for you to access, we are going to take a break and come back in a second. Comedian Shane Torres is going to be joining us. Yeah. And we still have a chance for you to win $500 with MMR's Money Clips. We'll be back in a moment. It's MMR's Money Clips. I just won 500 bucks. How about that? 
your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip. You are now $500 richer, John. Woohoo! Thank you. Up to seven times a day. Why are you doing so well? I just won $500. That's what we like to hear. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs and then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Did you just win $500? Yes, I did. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize, 10000 bucks. I am so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. I just won $500. Yeah, you did with MMR's Money Clips. Sponsored by Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Visit horizonservices.com. Thank you so much. Congratulations, man. $500 just for listening to MMR. All right, you guys rock. Complete rules at WMMR.com. MMR rocks. Uh, if you're looking for something to do tonight, tomorrow night, uh, you are in luck because, ladies and gentlemen... In Philadelphia, or as we speak, yes, Shane Torres. Hey, hey. yo, hey, Shane. how you doing, man? I'm all right. It's good to see you. All. How Actually, are you? Good to see you. We're doing really, really well. So, uh, listen, I know you're excited. And we're going to talk about your show and all that other stuff, but dude, tonight's final episode of Ted Lasso season two, and I know you're a fan of that show. I watched it last night in bed. <laughs> oh, did wow. you? All hey, right. Yeah. Apparently, there's yeah. two more left. And what? Yeah, I that, thought this that, was the last somebody one. Somebody told me this yesterday. All right, I'm down with that. Yeah. Oh, they to get me through the next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So we we try to tell people about Ted Lasso and try to spread the word, and I think a lot of people still say ah, it's a soccer show, and I'm like, no, Mm-mm. it is about life. It's about it's, everything. <laughs> it's about sweetness yeah. and being good to one another. And yeah. you've, you've you've addressed this many times in, in in your material and stuff. You're a proponent of civility and kindness, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, which I don't know if uh, if, <laughs> if, and I'm sorry. I'm just you're just waking up. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. We can hardly tell, dude. You're a comedian. You're up all night. Man. We get it. Yeah, yeah, that's. But I mean, so let me go over here. I'll, I'll, I'll pull something out of your past that shows that you you stick up for the underdog. Uh, it's when uh, the whole explain the whole Guy Fieri thing from years ago for people who may not be familiar with you. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I would go to uh, like shows, and somebody would always there'd always be bad jokes being made. Like it's like Guy Fieri doing this, and it was yeah. always I was like I was kind of just what did this person ever do to someone? <laughs> and then I just kind of read about it. Like I, you know, I, I did work, which I guess is a uh, you know a novel concept for comedians these days. But uh, uh, and then it turns out he's this really sweet person. So I, I wrote the bit. And then it um, it took off like wildfire when I did it on Conan. Yeah, yeah. because because now I, he was in he was in a uh, he got into well it was sort of a, maybe like a one sided tiff with uh, Anthony Bourdain, and uh, there was some sort of thing yeah, back like- and forth, and it was and so he was so they they diminished him the, the way they used to do for um, who was the original one who uh, Emerald Agassi yeah. caught the same uh, you know bit of crap. Uh, because, oh, did he? Yeah, because they got they get popular. They get really popular. Yeah, right? he looked at it as a novelty. As a novelty, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah so people are just bitter right. and jackasses about it, more or less. Yeah, yeah. and so you, yeah, you yeah. stepped in for, 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 for a guy, and, and you yourself, you you're, you have your own food show, and, and you 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that lasted three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually saw it's up on Paramount, right? Paramount Plus, is it not? I, oh, is that where it is? Yeah, because <laughs> I saw it. Oh, it's three more episodes than most anybody else have, has exactly. ever had. So that's yeah. pretty cool. That's so, a nice way. That's a nice way to put it. Three more episodes than most anyone else. <laughs> yeah, but you you, you stood up for your shot, kid. <laughs> you stood up for Guy Fieri, and did, I have to ask you: Did he ever find out about your defense of him? Yeah, he called me, uh, uh, and it was really weird. Uh, <laughs> he was a uh, he was he was super nice, but he called. It was it's very unexpected. I didn't. I wasn't told I was getting a call from him. You know, otherwise I would have yeah. prepared myself. But he called me, and he, he was like, uh, "I didn't know the number," and I picked it up. And I was just like, "That's yeah, another goddamn <laughs> bill collector." <laughs> and I picked it up, and I was like, "Hello." Just very <laughs> shit bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and he goes, is Shane there? He didn't say his name, yeah. which is always a sign of a bill collector. Yeah. You know, like they ask, they, they always go, is so-and-so there? And I, you ask who's calling. And he goes, it's Guy. And I was like, I know it's a guy. <laughs> and he goes, it's Guy Fieri. And then I just started laughing. And then he... He was like, keep doing what you're doing and keep kicking ass. And we got a lot to talk about. And he's like, call me after your plane lands. And I said, okay. And I called him and I never heard from him again. But it was really uh-huh. pretty nice. Yeah. At least he reached yeah. out. Hey, he's um, a busy guy. Yeah. He's a busy dude. It was nice to be acknowledged. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do it. I just said what another person did that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you need to acknowledge that stuff. And I want to acknowledge something else. Uh, Shane was at our Cardboard Classic in 2020. Oh, ah, dude, oh, were you? Yes, he was. Yeah, I was there with Bert. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> we all did. Did you actually help construct the sled that uh, you guys rode down on? Um, it, it, nah, Yeah, I'm more of a, a spirited person. Yeah, <laughs> you're a cheerleader. But, yeah, 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 I, I was... <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> Andrew and Ron, mostly Andrew, I think, put it together, maybe Dave, but I just sat down <laughs> in the box and then everybody else stood up and I was like, I'm going I'm to die for Christ's sake. This is horrible. I think I didn't know what it was either. I didn't know what the gig was. Dude. And, and yeah. Shane, that particular day, I think that I, uh, I think that Burt Kreischer <laughs> Was the last non-family member I hugged yeah. hugged for like over a year because, dude, like the COVID, the the explosion happened like the next day, right after, right after oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did the shows on that. My last show indoors before the pandemic hit was at the Beacon Theater in New York with Bert, and then everything shut down. I flew out to go tape a Netflix show. And then we were starting production, and I was like, this is it, man. You're going to be a star. No. And then Netflix called, and they're like, hey, can't do the show. Right. Oh, oh. You know, but the thing is with Bert, Bert got his special, was done and ready to air right at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, talk about when people are looking for new content, and he's oh, he, yeah. it was like, oh, you know, for him, it was just fantastic. Yeah, oh, it was massive. I mean, yeah. he was already on his way, like, to shoot through the moon, you know, yeah. but like I, I was like, I, I'll tell you this: like I, my lease ended at the same time in Brooklyn that the show was going to begin production, so right. I just put everything in storage because <laughs> they were going to put me in a hotel for like two months. Right. Oh my God. 
And then they were like, <laughs> they called me like, can't do the show. And I was like, well, how long can I stay in this hotel? <laughs> right. How long did they give you? Noon. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. By the way, if you're just tuning in, Shane Torres is going to be at Punchline. I didn't I didn't mention Punchline. Two shows uh, tonight and uh, two shows uh, tomorrow as well, which you can go to uh, punchlinephilly.com. Well, so you had a nice break after that. What did you What did you fill your time with? Were you working on new material? Obviously, you're out on the road now. Uh, I, w- I got COVID. Oh, wow. Was, yeah, yeah, I was, like, really off to a hot start in the pandemic. And then, uh, what did I? Is it all a blur? It kind of, well, <laughs> I started working out a lot. And then <laughs> I could go back outdoors during the summer, and I just undid everything. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> I was looking good. I started, like, uh, I got into, like, I drank some, like Aperol spritzes all summer. It's so weird. <laughs> I got loaded. And like Wait, for, what? What know, spritzes? Aperol. Aperol spritz. It's like a liqueur. It's like a something like your trashy grandmother drinks. <laughs> okay. You don't impress me as that kind of guy. It would be having that, having that. But that's uh, that. I know. I didn't either. But I was into, I like. I wanted to discover something new about myself after this whole pandemic thing. And I guess it turns out that I like fruity drinks. And so, wait, let, let me ask you, so uh, what, what were their other culprits? Because a lot of time, we were talking at the beginning, and I know that you you, you do some very funny stuff, like especially about bagels and things in your, in your act. What, what What is your weakness uh, besides the spritzers or whatever? The, the apple spritzers. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what can always bring down a diet for you if you're looking to get in shape? What is the food that you cannot resist? Oh, shit. Yeah. God, it's so hard not to swear on the radio. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any like if you have a if it can be put into a bowl, <laughs> it's over. It doesn't matter. Like if I can pick it out one by one, because then I'm just like it's just one, you know. Like and I'm just such a little piglet. Yeah. Oh, finger so, finger food in a bowl. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Or any and if if there's a TV on, I just am mindless and I'm just like. And before the end of it, they're like, I just found out, like, I look at the end of a bag and I'll be like, you've had 3,000 calories of, you know, <laughs> frackle candy bars or whatever. Like, the little fat, little fat kid candy uh-huh. bars. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just had a yeah, little I'm pieces. Like, that's just. Yeah. Oh, God, it's loving. <laughs> Dear God. Well, we all have our weaknesses yeah. for sure. But listen, yeah. what we want to do is have a good time now. And that now that you're back in yeah. Philly, we want to send people to see it. Punchline. Uh, so like I said, there's uh, two shows each night. There's a 7.30 and 9.45 tonight and uh, tomorrow as well. So tickets are available at punchlinephilly.com if you want to go see Shane. So Shane, hang in there, brother. Stay well. And uh, we'll you, catch guys. up with you again, all right? Thanks for making time for me. Appreciate it. Brett. Absolutely. Steve, Thank you guys so yeah, much. Shane Torres. Yeah. yeah. We'll be at punchline, and we just saw this. Uh, uh, Nick pulled up a recipe to the classic Aperol Spritz. I've never had one of those. None. It looks pretty damn tasty, though. If looks like a like summery that, drink. That liqueur, I I think they are the worst things I've ever tasted. What, what's the what? What can you equate it to? Uh, it's really sweet, right? Not like the one Mad that Dog? I had. Okay. No, I don't even like. Uh, I I want to almost say like 
cinnamon, but not cinnamon. Huh. Like, uh, uh, okay. I'm not sure. I think Marissa drinks them. Okay. You know what I liked the uh, the the mocktails that you, you the yeah com- the, those are really good. Mingle, mingle. Yeah, yeah, mingle mocktails. They were good. I like those too. All right, listen. Oh, Marissa, you uh, want to mention real uh, quick? No, no, no. A while ago, you guys asked what we were missing the most, and I said the Aperol Spritz at Police Social Club because they put oh. like, basil and an mm. aromatic spritz on what, it. What's it's the taste? Good. You would say it's sweet. It's like not a grenadine, but it is red, so it makes yes. you kind of think of a grenadine. Um, but it's not that sweet. All right. All right. Well, listen. I have I have something I want to share with you guys. All right. We got to do uh, this. I have. Uh, I'm going to share a story uh, from something that happened yesterday, and then I'm going to um, sing read an email and show you guys something. And I'll sing a song. We'll hold <laughs> okay. hands and we'll oh. do this. No. Um, so yesterday, I went to uh, play a round of golf uh, with my buddy Jim Lowe, and it was just the two of us. So. Um, when you when you go to a public golf course, you just you you know you buy a twosome and two more people can buy in, right? And because they like to send people out in groups of four, right? And so sometimes you don't know who you're going to end up meeting, uh, so it, it's like a luck of the draw. Hopefully, we meet a couple of good mm-hmm. people that we get to hang out with for the day, and so and most of the times it is, it's yeah. fun. You have a good time, go play golf. It's a beautiful day yesterday. You're kind of like minded people, be you know, yeah. This, Golf is sort of the bond, right? Yeah. So we're we're uh, we went to uh, Turtle Creek uh, Golf Club in Limerick, which is a place I haven't played in years because of my shoulder injury. I'm right. now back playing golf. And Thanks it's wonderful. to, and I've been waiting. Yeah, uh, uh, Trinity Rehab yeah. for for helping me uh, get all healed up and everything. And I'm back playing golf, and I haven't played Turtle in a couple of years, and I was looking forward to it because it's just. I like the golf course. Yeah. It's a nice place to play, and, and uh, they, they take really good care of it. Uh, so we're, we're on the putting green, just kind of getting warmed up, and Jim and I are talking, and uh, the starter comes over and says, all right, you know, he says our names, and, and uh, he goes, all right, I'm going to group you up with these two guys. I go over and I say, uh, how are you doing? I'm pressing nice to meet you. And Dan and Anthony were the two guys uh, that we met. And as I go over to meet Dan, he goes, he goes listen, i got to tell you something. He goes, I have a shocker tattoo on my ass with your name on it. <laughs> well, well, no effing way, dude. dude. And I think he was one of the first oh, Preston God. and Steve tattoo recipients. Because that was right. The shocker was big on the show at that, that time, too. was one too. of our big things. Yeah. It, and he and Anthony were the nicest guys. We had the best freaking day playing golf, That's man. Awesome. But he, the way he leans, he goes, I just have to tell you, I have a shocker tattoo with your name on it on my ass. <laughs> and I was losing. Did, did you see it? Uh, yes. Okay. I, I, when, we, when, we, when we tapped in on 18, and I have pictures, and I'm going to post oh, them. Okay. Uh, later on, yeah, oh my it's God. Not, it's 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 up high enough yeah. where you're not seeing like the crack of his ass <laughs> yeah, or anything yeah. like that. But it's big too. It's like his entire right butt cheek. Wow, man. it's hilarious. It's that big? Yeah, it's oh, it's a big one. Okay, and he was so cool. We had a great time, and it, we were just cracking up. And he's friends with Lauren Harris. Oh. He knows my buddy Ellis. He knows right. Angela Perfetto. No like yeah, and like he stays in touch with Lauren. We were talking about you know her in a real estate and what she's yeah. been up to and her husband and everything. But it was just, I'm like, of all the people. Right? Yeah. You got you know, it. You nailed it. That we, that we got paired up. And That's it was so, so cool. damn funny. Do you, does he remember who the uh, artist was? Was it R.C.? Yeah, he's, he's like, it was R.C., right? Wow. Like, yeah. That's, I'm like, that's the dude. That, that we started doing tattoos. <laughs> I got to see with. his face to see if I remember him or not. You, you might remember. You're you're great with remembering people. So Sometimes. I had a great time playing <laughs> golf. That's hilarious. It was so much fun. And, and to stumble into those guys well, you uh, know, was just a blast. Which, by the way, I'm going to do a, a, a shameless plug here. I'm back playing golf now, and if you're a uh, if you're a superintendent or a pro, 
And you, you wouldn't mind a DJ coming and playing on your golf course. Yeah. Dude, I'm ready to play. I finally, finally, I spent all summer working on my game. And I finally had a decent round. I shot an 83 yesterday. That was with an 8 on 18. I'm back. I'm ready to play golf. Well, man. and I also, in deference to your situation, as you went a long time, listen, we're, we're, we're very privileged in, in, in a lot of ways with the stuff that gets offered, but you, you, people were so kind in offering you things that you had to turn down because you're just not physically capable of doing it. Yep, and, and I, I appreciate that, yeah. and yes, I know I'm using my privilege of the microphone, but God, I love playing golf. I got two words for you. Mm. Pine Valley. Uh, it's, it's, it's overdue. We, you were close more than once. And uh, it's time. It, well, it, it has to happen at some point. I know someone who's a member, and and maybe he'll invite me out to get play. You but, out but I don't ask. I don't say, hey, you're a member. Why don't you well, let me let come out there? Yeah, I'll ask on your behalf. Remember that uh, that uh, article you sent me that said why you will never... Was it you that sent yeah, it to yeah. Why you will never play Pine Valley. How exclusive it is. It's and... the greatest golf course in the world. And it's right over there. Yeah. Wasn't that a little right Seaman song? What's that? I ain't going to play from... I ain't going to play Pine Valley, Valley. anymore. <laughs> No, uh, Sun play City. Sun City. I'm uh, sorry, that was all it. right. So that was cool, and uh, Dan and Anthony had a great time playing golf with you guys. Awesome. We can play again sometime. <laughs> you know, I should have gotten their info because I'm, I'm always looking for fun people to play golf with. So, uh, Dan and Ant, reach out to me here, uh, Preston at WMMR.com. Uh, and then this other story. This is another little privilege thing for me, but it was so cool. This guy named Phil reached out to me. Uh, a couple of months ago. No, I, don't need a, I, don't need a, I don't need a drum roll. You don't need I, a drum roll? Uh, how about an angelic choir? Uh, that would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. I thought a drum roll was appropriate. Uh, but no, I'm not selling these or anything. This is a gift. Okay. Uh, so this guy, Phil, got in touch with me. Um, and damn it, I need to find out his last name, and I'll try and do that. Uh, but uh, he wrote me an email that says, uh, hey, my name is Phil. I work at a drumstick company from Canada. And I'm a big fan of the President's Tea Show. I've been following you for well over 10 years. It's amazing. And wow. loving every podcast. Uh, he said, I learned about a sh- your show from a friend online. And from that point forward, I've tried not to miss co- podcasting the show. Holy hell. Excuse me. He said, uh, I used to rock my kids to sleep listening to President and Steve. Uh, they're now 8 and 11 years old. And I was listening to your show. Uh, he says it was uh, uh, July 30th. And during the music news segment, you mentioned having a signature drumstick and how it would be cool. He said, and this is the initial email I got. He says, I would love to offer you some custom printed Los Cabos drumsticks. You can have anything you want on the sticks like Kenny Knight or the image or, mm-hmm. but I think you just Preston Elliott would be your favorite uh, it, or Preston Elliott in your favorite font with maybe your signature would be best. He said, I know we're not Vader, Promark or Vic Firth, but we are a global stick company based out of uh, New Brunswick, Canada. Uh, and he said, actually, Adam Paquette of the Glorious Sons is a proud endorser of our company. Ah. And they seem to frequently play Philly. And they do. And I was quite familiar with Los Cabo Sticks. So the fact that he reached out to me, uh, I thought was, uh, was really, really cool. And so we went back and forth. I, he needed my signature. Yes. So I sent it to him. And yeah, Casey, now yeah. I guess you okay. can, you can hit the drum roll if you want. So I have it today. I got my box full of signature Preston Elliott Los Cabos drums. Yeah. yeah. I was pretty stoked about it. They look cool, man. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I had asked to... Uh, get the red hickory, and he ended up uh, making several different versions, which I haven't gone through the whole box to see, but they're different colors and different types of wood. 
uh, and stuff like this, but I, I just had requested that they be size 5A, which is what I use. And it says uh, 5A Red uh, Hickory Los Cabos, made in Canada. And then it's got my signature. Looks and nice. And then it says Preston Elliott, the meat behind the beef. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's great, man. I've arrived, so I was very, and very happy. So they sent you so. a couple of different sets. Yeah, he sent me like a whole box full of them. I mean, like these aren't going to be for sale, right? No, like that, but uh, he, he did it for me, and I thought that was awesome. And the fact that uh, Los Cabos uh, would allow him to do that uh, is pretty cool. So yeah, here's like a pink pair. Wow. Uh, here's uh, a regular, like a like a hickory kind of. Yeah, there's a hickory set, and I think this is the. I think this is the uh, the. Uh, oh, uh, the prototype that they did, and what else are there? But there's a uh, there's a white one, so a bunch of different pairs. That's of awesome, man. Stick. So thank so you, nice. man. That was very very cool. So Los Cabos, I thank you very very wonderful. Yes, our Canadian, Canadian. Uh, listeners. Yeah, nice. So, Canadian, Canadian, if you will. Uh, so I thought that was fun. That's, that's all great, man. That's, that's cool. Good. Yep. Um, when you uh, you've been playing for a long time. At what point did you settle in on the size of drumstick that you use? Fairly early on. Originally, I think I used 7As, which are thinner than that. What's a 55A? I don't know. Okay. See, there's some, there, there are standards. There's like, a, there's the B size, which are bigger, like marching band sticks are really thick. And they right. might be, they might be Bs. I remember I, I used two Bs in, um, uh, in like uh, orchestra and stuff like that, uh, but five A's for the drum kit. They just uh, they felt right. Okay. I don't know. You play around, you you see what feels good to you. What's a dig for? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, to be with. Okay. As there was say. a uh, <laughs> there was a Grecian urn question on Jeopardy last night. Steve. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was saw watching. It. Yeah. No. I, just, I, did, I started laughing when it the was, clue came up. How was it phrased? Man, I, I'm, I can't remember that. It wasn't a joke. Was it? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. It had to do with I believe like a poem. Um, uh, I'll try and yes. remember the context, but I just it came up. My girlfriend and I were sitting on the couch watching Jeopardy, and I just I just started laughing. The all joke right. wasn't told at all. It's just Steve was in my brain, and I started giggling. <laughs> were Greeks known for their urns? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. don't know. Um, I know. Like, by the, the way, last night I uh, we have those nights. I was running the couch. Oh, you were nailing it. I was Is that nailing not the it. Best? Do you not it's feel like awesome. the smartest person boom, in the world? Boom, boom, and, and I'm like, I said, I turned to Claire and I said. This is easy. I am rocking this one tonight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this game's easy. I can yeah. do this. I can do this until you can. It's like when you have a good night playing, you know, uh, blackjack or something like that. Oh, oh man. Oh, this, you kidding me? This you know what, though? Easy. At home, I could do that. With the stress of the game, I'd fall apart like, yeah, I, like yeah, I, yeah. I always do. So yeah. that guy, Matt, tied uh, James Holtzauer's uh, number of um, wins in a row. 30, yes. I think 32 or 33, yeah. 33 episodes. And um, he, he can break the record tonight. He's not approached James's money total yet. And he's still like 40 off of what yeah. Ken was able to do. That's what I was believing. Away, yeah. like Ken Jennings, he was he had the forty three more wins. Yeah. And he'll beat Ken Jennings, but he's he's such an impressive contestant. He is. I like I like him. His method of playing is a little <laughs> like he, he, but it works for him. I know does. what you're saying. I I go away with it, How and he, he should play? stick with it. My guess is he hits that buzzer more often than not, not knowing if he knows the answer. And goes for it. He's so smart, he can do that. Right. Is and that the hing part of it for you? Yeah. Okay. Like, that, like, that he's, that he'll, the, and when he goes to answer, it's like, mm, I don't know. Right. Yeah. And, and then a lot of times he's asking, you know. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> uh, uh, it's, he's, there's no doubt about it. The guy is an incredible repository of Jeopardy information. <laughs> there were a bunch of football questions last night, though, in case they didn't, I don't think they got any of those. <laughs> oh, right. really? Yes. Yeah, so I, 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 I was watching the category and I was like, all right, so they excel on everything except sports. Right. Who is Babe Ruth? <laughs> right. Remember the yeah. time Alex Trebek said? Yeah. You know, he's like, 
Have any of you ever seen a football? Right, yeah. uh, <laughs> nice. So he's, uh, but he's won over a million now, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What did James win? It was, I think it was one point seven million or something like that. Okay. James was a little more aggressive in betting. So like when it would come to the right. daily doubles, he would often do the daily, you know, bet it all and whatever. Uh, so he would, um, and he just would end up with these staggering figures. But Matt is going to rival the amount of money that James he will. Made. Matt does the thing that James does. Uh, James did. Uh, he fishes for the daily double, yep. and he doesn't start fishing until there's enough money in in, in the queue for him right. to to start doing it. But but to do that, if you're going to go fishing for those daily doubles, you've got to go in the higher money values because they're not they don't they try to refrain from sticking a daily double in a one hundred dollar question. Yep, they don't do that. Yep. Is there a way to go find out what the questions were last night? Because I'm interested in the football category. There are yes, uh, I'm reading this great book. I'm still reading it. It's by Claire McNear and Casey. There are all these fan sites about. Uh, and, and they'll go over every question last night. And then sometimes they, they debate whether or not there's a validity to it. That, that happens rarely. Um, but, yeah, I'll see if I can track it down. By the way, it was um, uh, an ode to Keats uh, reference. So it was uh, Keats's ode to a Grecian urn. The truth is, this is truth, truth. Truth is this, all you need on earth and all you need to know. And that's a Keats poem, ode to a Grecian urn. All right. Huh. All right. Um, do we have time for something or do we need to break and come back? We, we don't have much time. I can I, give you five minutes. I just want to uh, mention this because it, it starts today, but uh, Walt Disney World is celebrating its 50th anniversary. Yeah, wow. today. Yes, you, I remember when it opened. So for the next 18 months, they'll be hosting uh, ongoing celebrations in honor of the half century. Uh, so they're doing a apparently a star-studded long weekend of festivities uh, and continuing with a number of new attractions and updated old favorites, uh, but they, it starts this weekend. Uh, so all four of the uh, the theme parks are going to uh, participate, and they have some new rides and stuff like that that they're going to be debuting. Yeah, they last was it last year where they debuted the uh, the Star Wars is the Star Wars who. hotel? Or? Yeah, I, well, no, where's no. the Star Wars hotel? Is it in Orlando? Is it in uh, California? The one where they like like take you away. It's, it's, well, it's like a role playing thing. Yeah, and... I only remember reading about the concept and and not yeah. remembering it. It's opening March twenty twenty two. Okay, oh, all right, so all right, then I'm way off. Still on the way. Uh, so that'll be a part of their. Yeah, and, and is it in Florida, Kathy? Does it say it or California? Is in Florida. 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 Two night Florida hotel experience will start at forty eight hundred dollars. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Two nights. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> The company 40. revealed in early August that the two-night Florida hotel experience will start at $4,800 for two guests, $5,300 for three, and only $6,000 for four guests. Listen, son, you're going to take a gap year in college. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, we're going to Disney World. <laughs> now, mind for you. For two days. For two, day, for two days. Mind you, everybody around you that is staff is treating you like they're you're in Star Wars. That that. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's all it's all a role you play. Have, you have to have money to burn. Yeah, to yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It comes with breakfast. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. Will blue milk be made available yeah. for us? No, Here's no. a little Debbie snack cake and a, and a, uh, and a pint of milk. All right, hold on. But it, no, listen. It does include some things. So it includes breakfast, two lunches, two dinners, uh, a quick meal service per guest. This is all per guest. And then you also get lightsaber training. Uh, Do they give you your lightsaber? Because the lightsabers are, they're, they're a premium item. They actually, the same way the wand, you get the wand at the Harry Potter, uh, you know, uh, attraction. The, the lightsabers are made, custom made for you. What's the Galaxy Edge theme park? I don't know. It says you get a trip there. Still stuck on $1,400. I know. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Is that for two people or one person? That's for two people. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, it's six. So if you wanted to go and leave one kid home, it would cost you thick, six thousand. Wouldn't you feel excited <laughs> to be the kid that got left home? Uh, right, right. Yeah. So I would recommend uh, if you're going to do, if you're going to spend that kind of money, I, I would go towards the beginning because they'll be excited and ready for it. Yeah. A couple of years in, it'll be, all right, here's your lightsaber coming in. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. It's over right. this way. And <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Dwayne. Here's your purple milk. Hey, Uncle Owen. How you doing? Oh, no. These are not the droids you're looking for. I'm <laughs> just going through the motions. <laughs> <laughs> You've never met, never met a more reprehensible beehive scum. Yeah. Get out of here. I have to run to Tashi Station to get some power yeah, converters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay, come on. It's over this way. Yeah, for sure. Be with you. All right. So the, let's see, what else are they doing? So one of the new attractions is going to be uh, Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. As this, part of the Star Wars thing? No. Oh. You, you brought up the Star Wars thing. Oh. This is another thing. Oh. Uh, the experience will make riders feel <laughs> like they've shrunk down to the size of Remy the Mouse uh, for a culinary adventure. That's cool. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, they're also going to step up the fireworks to another level, which is wild because they already do really over-the-top fireworks. At, I've uh, never seen. At Disney. Uh, yeah, in fact, they they do more fireworks than any place in the world. I've read Is that it. right? By more far. than Kiss? Because they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's nightly. It's every, every night. night. Every night. Every, so that means every, day, every night. Every day of the year. A couple of different parks, too, right? Yeah, like, yep. so, okay. Yeah, so, so Epcot, fireworks is place. does a big one. So does uh, Magic Kingdom. Wow. I think they might all. I'm not 100% well, sure. Well, no, um, uh, Hollywood Studios does uh, Fantasmic. It's not a... Uh, right. A, Magic King, uh, the, the, um, the one with the animals. Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom. <laughs> the freaking Animal the freaking Kingdom. <laughs> Felt pen. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. Uh, they might not do them because they the don't. Yeah. Do they blow up the animals? Uh, maybe they do. They, you know, Ladies and gentlemen, please cows. look at the elephant in the tall grass to your right. <laughs> <laughs> and now, if I may ask you to look to your left, that large giraffe standing by the tree. We don't have a giraffe. It's only 6000 bucks to watch that? Uh, no, that one doesn't oh. cost all of that. All right. I don't know what it costs. All right, anyhow, if you want to see... Well, the animals up, are expensive. Right, right. <laughs> They're very expensive. <laughs> Some of them are endangered. Yeah. I got to tell you, before you push that detonation button, make sure it's the right animal. Mm-hmm. So the fireworks display will be more immersive. They'll have more immersive effects that will uh, project from Cinderella Castle's down, uh, Castle down Main Street, USA at the Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, Epcot will transform into what they're calling Harmonious, which is one of the largest nighttime spectaculars ever created for Disney parks. Is that like laser lights and mist projections? It's says beautifully crafted medley of classic Disney music and visuals reinterpreted by a... A uh, culturally diverse group of 240 artists from around the world. So maybe there'll be, I don't know, actors and so on. It's uh, beautiful. Uh, the show takes place at World Showcase Lagoon with a combination of choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, lasers, go. and more. Something so like that. that. Okay. Uh, attendees will be able to take in a 360-degree view of colorful images and effects comprised of Disney story favorites, such as Moana, Aladdin, Coco, Brave, The Lion King, Mulan... And exploding lions. <laughs> Later, you return to your hotel only be to, only to be lulled to sleep by the sound of exploding animals. Yeah. Um, they're also going to do this, the search for the golden sculptures. 
Okay. So, do you know about the hidden Mickeys? I do not. I okay. assume it's similar to the uh, what you, you you're using in the wand at the Harry Potter. No, Wizarding no, World? just throughout the park. Okay, uh, and especially in Magic Kingdom, there are. Mickey Mouse's that are hidden in hmm. like the rock formations, and you have oh. to stand oh, right, at right. a certain. It'd be Mickey Mice, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> what did I say? You said Mickey Mouse's. No, his name is Mickey Mouse. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> Mickey <laughs> Mice. Suck it with your Cambridge <laughs> comma or whatever it is. All right, Oxford comma. Oxford comma. Yeah. Cambridge. It's another school. It's nearby. <laughs> it's no, you would be right in saying Mickey Mickey Mouse's no, because that's the character's name. Yes, yes he is. It's like father's in law. Yeah. The Meekles, Mickey Mises. The Mickey Mises. Mickey, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Mickey Mises? Father's in law. Uh huh. It's not father in laws. It's fa- the noun there is fathers. It's so it's fathers in law. Fathers in laws. Attorneys general. I don't like, want to like talk is, about grammar right now. I like want to talk two? about the golden sculptures. It's attorney's uh-huh. mouse. Search yes. for the golden sculptures. All right. There right. are. Apparently, uh, you need to keep oh. an eye out on for 50 gilded sculptures. 50 gilded sculptures. Yes, known as the Disney Fab 50 character collection. Oh, so, wow. Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Daisy, Ducky, uh, Daisy, Daisy Duck, Goofy. <laughs> Shut up. Daisy, Daisy Ducky. <laughs> and Pluto will be just some of the characters rendered in gold to find throughout all four of the parts. So, there's a video of someone showing some of the more discreetly hidden um, That's Mickey, cool. Mickey yeah. Mice's. Mouses. Mm-hmm. And they're very, that is cool. It's like finding the uh, the Playboy emblem on the cover. Yeah, right? exactly. Except this is so, more for families. And some of the, uh, oh the employees gosh. that work there like know where they are, and if you're lucky, they'll point one or two of them out to you. But that you is can cool. Kind of go around and look for them. All yeah. right, so Nick, if uh, something is owned by my father-in-law, would it be my father-in-law's? Yeah, but that's an apostrophe. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So you guys have all of you been to uh, Disney World recently, or no. not recently? It's been a few years. Okay, you've never been, Nick? Uh, not since I was a kid. No, okay. like sixth grade was the last time I was there, and and you guys obviously have raved about it a million times in Universal and, and all those theme parks. Um, I'd love to get back. I, I, I of the two, Preston, of Universal and Star Wars. I think you're. I mean, uh, and Walt Disney. Are you saying you you say Universal's? A, a... Oh, for for me, yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, okay, so the rides. Much more exciting, and uh, Harry Potter, that whole thing is incredible, and now that I'm reading the books, it's going to be even cooler for me to go there, Uh, but you can't beat the magic of Disney and that feeling feeling like a kid thing. Now, um, I I think the rides are less exciting, therefore not worth waiting in line for, Right, and so I would get more enjoyment out of Universal Studios. That's me personally. Universal, I think, I found was a little more... um, manageable like disney can be very overwhelming i think there's more to do well obviously there is more to do at disney there's more theme parks um but it can get overwhelming with all of the rules and passes and this and that and whatever i felt like universal was you know there's a lot of people but it was more manageable all right there's one last thing i want to mention because we do have to break but they're going to do this thing at disney part of the 50th celebration uh the animal kingdom is launching what they call kite tales which is an aerial show of choreographed kites and wind catchers, Kathy. Whoa. That's not a dream catcher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that apparently they do these three dimensional soaring renditions of characters such as Simba, Zazu, King Louie, uh, Baloo, and others. Uh, that I like the idea of that. I can't imagine off the top uh, in, in my mind what that exactly would look like. Oh, well, we're looking at it was sort of a, 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 a projection, a rendering. They're only That's... ten. They're only ten minute long performances, and I guess it'll be like. Um, like uh, water fountain performances, you right. just kind of happen upon it and you watch it for a little bit yeah. and then you move on. But I think that sounds pretty cool. 
It's so, got to be weather dependent, though, right? I mean, well, you just... I was thinking about that, Nick. I will bet you they have high-powered fans. Yeah. Knowing Disney, yeah, I guess that so. they can that they can set up that will make that available well, anytime they need it. They're to be being done. pulled behind, I, or maybe this is incorrect, but it looks like they're being pulled by skidoos or watercraft, oh, and that's why they're able you know to what? gain height. I bet that's how they do it. Something yeah. like that. All right. Well, anyhow. Uh, these are some of the, the things they're going to be doing for Disney. Pretty amazing. And Dan, I know you're on hold, but we we don't have time to go to you. He's a, he's a regular, like, three times a year Disney guy who can bring us up to speed. I oh, appreciate you being well, on hold. Maybe next time, Dan. We have to take a break. So um, let's do that because we want to stay on time for the MMR money clip. And I have some bizarre file stories coming up, too. So we'll come back with that in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, uh, it's brought to you this morning by WPHL-TV. Young Sheldon joins the Big Bang Theory on PHL-17. Uh, weeknights at 7 and 9.30. Family night every night is on PHL. So, we give this. A passenger on a flight that landed in Miami on Wednesday was taken into custody after opening a door and jumping onto the plane's wing mm. before it reached the terminal. Mm. The passenger, identified as a 33-year-old U.S. citizen, Christa, a Christian Segura, opened an emergency door of the aircraft after it arrived at Miami International Airport from uh, Columbia. It's okay, I'm a limo driver. <laughs> the plane was still pulling into the designated gate when he opened an emergency door and jumped onto the wing. I don't know how he's able to do that. You would hope that there would be some things that would stop a passenger from doing that. Yeah, Segura jumped off of the wing uh, when officers Goodbye. arrived and uh, he was detained by agents from the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I guess it's not pressurized by the time they get on the sure, ground. Sure, but I so. mean, just the door should be a little bit more difficult. All passengers were able to get off the plane without any issues. All other customers deplaned normally. Uh, this is wild. A 59-year-old former French police officer has unmasked himself as a notorious serial killer yes. in a suicide note written just before he overdosed on pills on Wednesday. Wow. That man, identified only as Francois V, had been called in for questioning in connection with the case of a killer that was dubbed Grele, G-R-E-L-A. And they called him that because he had a pock-marked face. I don't know what grele means in French, but it has something to do Probably with that. Probably means pock-marked face. Uh, his body was said to have been discovered Wednesday at a seaside resort near uh, Montpellier. He had reportedly been due to provide his DNA to police but never showed up. And now a DNA mm-hmm. test is said to be underway to confirm whether the story in his suicide note is true. If so... He would be responsible for a string of rapes and killings in Paris in the 1980s and 90s, including the murders of 11-year-old Cecil Bloch and 38-year-old uh, Giles Politi and his 21-year-old au pair Imgrad Mueller, both of whom were savagely tortured before they were killed. How many victims in total do they say? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, the murder of a 19-year-old woman named uh, Corinne Leroy has also been attributed to the pockmarked killer, uh, the, siller, the serial killer terrorized Paris for years and was also accused in six different rapes as well as the murders. Wow. Uh, the crimes were shockingly brutal. I went on to read some of the details. I'm not going to give them to you here because they're really, really bad. But as uh, these cases are, 
usually I bet they will connect him to several other people that they yeah, found when, that have been killed without un, without resolving uh, who the murderer was. Sure. When I first saw this story, President reminded me of the uh, the the deputy in uh, the dead zone who yes. was working cases, but was actually the one who was committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a story out of California. Uh, Viejo police say a large brawl of around a hundred kids. Broke out on Saturday night at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. A kid brawl? Yeah. They say that uh, many were detained and one person was put in custody and their parents handed a citation. Uh, according to uh, an eyewitness, uh, Israel Cartagena said it was massive. People were just running towards it, punching and fighting out of control. Wow. And Saturday night was the opening of Fright Night. Hey. Uh, well, they lived up to their fright. Police say the fight happened just before the park closed. According to police radio transmissions, the group was described as, quote, 100 kids. Jeez. Never seen this at one of Kathy's fall activities. Uh, Cartagena and his family took shelter in the gift shop. He said they were scared. He, talking about his kids, they were uh, not They were not used to seeing anything like that. My six-year-old just wanted out. After that, he wanted to go home. Uh, police say they had several reports of kids acting erratically. And they say that they have reports of some committing battery on officers on duty and obstructing others from helping. Wow. Is this just a way to get them into the gift shop? That's crazy, man. Uh, the 18th time thieves tried to steal uh, meat mogul Evan Rexler's exotic sports cars. He ran naked from his bed with a loaded semi-automatic rifle to fire warning shots from his porch. And there's video there's of it, There's video, too. and it's... Listen... The guy comes out like, <laughs> I, he didn't have time to put his clothes he on. Was, he was sleeping yeah. naked, and yeah. he's like, and, and this is the 18th, 18th time. time. <sighs> the gunfire worked, and the thief fled. But Rexler has uh, bared his frusta- frustration with police. He claimed were more concerned with his vigilantism than catching the uh, car bandits who have targeted his Ferrari, Lamborghini, and Hummer collection for the past two years, yeah, they arrested him, right? Uh, well, yeah, he got he yeah. got cited. Yes. Yeah, so as uh, recently as Sunday night, footage shows thieves uh, broke into his Mercedes G wagon, parked uh, in his Fort Lee, New Jersey driveway. Eighteen uh, times they've been been at the house looking for keys to his more exotic rides. He it was the same mo thieves used at last August to steal his rare Lamborghini Aventador, uh, which is worth more than a half million dollars. The Lamborghini which at the time was one of 10 in America, was found last week with $80,000 worth of damage at an abandoned Newark house. Uh, The second-generation butcher turned high-end hamburger and steak supermarket wholesaler who goes by the sophisticated gentleman on Instagram lives in a mansion in the exclusive bluff section of Fort Lee overlooking the Hudson River. Yeah. He claims to have called police 25 times during attempted heists since August of 2019, but police have only caught the thieves once earlier this year. So what does the guy do? How do you know he's he's trying to protect his stuff? I know. But I guess yeah, I don't I don't I I, I don't know if you can go popping off rounds at a car thief. What if you had exploding know. animals? Maybe that'd yeah. be different. Mm, Maybe that would be different. Okay. Uh but <laughs> I don't know what his story is, but he but he parks them right in front of his house too. Right. So yeah. you know, maybe but, a listen, secured garage. It's illegal, yeah. uh, and but I don't. You, you just you can't fire it at uh, people that are in your front yard. I don't know what the story is. So anyhow, uh, the video is quite classic. But he's doing what he's got to do to hang on to his vehicles. He runs out naked, yeah. and uh, chases them off the ground, the grounds, I should say. All right, and uh, then we'll go with this story in the Congo. A new craze for a drug derived from crushed vehicle exhaust filters is rattling authorities in Kinshasa uh, in the Congo. So, you know what it is? It's catalytic converter converters. And now, not only are people, this is in the Congo, 
stealing them for the metal. They're stealing them to make a drug. So they huff it? What? Do they have any idea what the catalytic converters, when they made this thing, what they were creating? All those years ago? It's like the arm and hammer of automotive pieces. You can, there's a brown powder that is obtained from crushing mm. the ceramic honeycomb core of automo- automotive catalytic converters. This is insane. Uh, mechanics blame rising demand for the drug on a rash of thefts of catalytic converters, which are coated with metals such as platinum, palladium, and rhodium. So they snort it? Uh, I don't know if they're smoking it. They're or cutting whatever. it here like cocaine in the video. Or yeah, I don't know if you end up smoking it or or what. Uh, but the metals in catalytic converters, by the way, can cause cancer if you are doing this. Uh, but nonetheless, they are using them to get high on top of you know selling the metals and stuff like that. It's so insane. It is crazy. Huffing a catalytic converter, and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. You have less than five minutes now. The word is expose. To get in on the $500 cash that we have for the MMR money clip. So text the word to 45911, expose, or enter it via the MMR app or through WMMR.com, and you just might win. But you're running out of time, so make sure you do that soon. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday morning. Uh-huh. No, no, no. No, Sandro. No. 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 Nope. Because we're going to be giving some stuff away before we call it a day. And uh, maybe you'll be a winner. We'll see what the money clips. If not, in this last one, don't fret because we got more of those coming up uh, later on with Pierre and company here. At WMMR. In the meantime, something else to give away. We are going to do a pair of tickets to see Pat, uh, Pat and Oswald uh, at the Met on Saturday the night. And all you have to do is answer this question correctly. And we will go with this. How many chickens for a goat? 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> Let's see if you know the current rate exchange. How many chickens for a goat? If you were listening and you heard this, that was during Kathy's fall activity. Yes. Which, by the way, that list brought to you by Acme Markets is fully available at PrestonSteve.com, and it is the best one yet, I think. <laughs> How many chickens for a goat? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it is brought to you by Major League Wrestling. Invades 2300 Arena this Saturday night with a huge title versus title main event. And you can see a live TV taping. Tickets at WL... No, I'm sorry. MLW2300.com and the Arena Box Office. What's happening, Steve? Well, the royalty rights for the famous Folgers Coffee Jingle are going up for auction, meaning whoever buys it will get paid every time it is used. Expecting to yield far less at the royalty auction is the tagline, you won't stink from Blue Emu. No. <laughs> hey! A new TV commercial featuring a topless Khloe Kardashian rolling around in bed has been turned down for being too provocative. While nothing explicit is seen, Khloe is shown writhing on a bed before pulling the sheet up 
to reveal that her ankle is caught in a bear trap. Oh, oh my God. And finally, rapper Tyga says he really enjoyed being the Dalmatian on The Masked Singer. The former boyfriend of Kylie Jenner says it was a refreshing change from constantly getting recognized at the unemployment office. Uh, <laughs> that's your Hollywood trap. All right, we go to the phone, see if we can get an answer to this. What is the conversion here? How many chickens for a goat? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I will go to Mike and see if he knows. Hey, Mike. Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla. to you, sir. How many <laughs> chickens for a goat? That would be two. Yes. Hey! Hang on, Mike. Got yourself some tickets to see the one and only Pat Oswalt, who will be at the Met on Saturday, October 9th. And tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3. WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Major League Wrestling. Major League Wrestling invades the 2300 Arena. It's this Saturday night, tomorrow night. Huge title versus title main event. Uh, and you can see uh, live TV taping as well. Tickets are available at MLW2300.com and the Arena Box Office. Coldplay has released the video for their new hit collaboration with BTS mm-hmm. called My Universe. I saw it. Uh, you did? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's nice. Lots of dancing. I like the dancing. All right. Uh, the clip is set in the distant galaxy of the spheres. The spheres. Oh. Where music is forbidden, but BTS, Coldplay, and an alien supergroup called Supernova 7 unite via hologram to defy the band. Hey, you can't keep us from singing. Uh, My Universe is included on Coldplay's new album, Music of the Spheres, which is due out on October 15th. Incubus will perform a live-streamed concert on October 23rd to celebrate the 20th anniversary of their 2001 album, Morning View. Uh, They'll perform perform in Malibu, uh, the place where they wrote and recorded Morning View, which has been certified double platinum. It's pretty a cool place to record. Uh, They will perform the album in its entirety during this special live stream, and tickets are available now online at incubus.veeps.com. ACDC has just issued Through the Mists of Time, their latest video from last year's chart-topping power-up collection. Uh, The new clip, which was directed by Najib Tarazi, marks the third video from the album, following Realize and Witch's Spell. Uh, Blabbermouth reported that the clip is a rock and roll museum tour through an exhibition of the band's incredible history. Based on a concept by Angus Young the and using footage of each of the five band members in five separate shoots around the world. Mm. Uh, they then enlisted Mathematic, which is a Paris-based visual effects studio, to combine all of the elements of the band could take the stage together to perform the fan favorite from Power Up almost one year uh, to the day that the highly anticipated album was announced. Rolling Stones have issued a lyric video for the latest uh, te- to the latest teaser from the band's upcoming Super Deluxe Edition of 1981's Tattoo You, which drops, drops on October 22nd. Uh, this time, the band has released its long bootlegged but previously unreleased cover of the Shy Lights 1971 track Troubles a Coming, or is it the Chai Lights? I'm not uh, sure. Let's go with the Chai Lights. Uh, the new version included on the set's Lost and Found bonus disc which sports a new Mick Jagger lead vocal, um, keyboardist percussion on lead guitar, 
uh, by Ron Wood was originally tracked during the 1979 sessions for the following year's Emotional Rescue album. And speaking of the Stones, I mentioned this in our entertainment report earlier this morning. Uh, the Stones yesterday played in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was either yesterday or the day before. Um, and while there, Mick Jagger went to a bar called the Thirsty Saloon to grab a beer. By himself. And no one recognized him. Not one single person. There are pictures of him standing there. Yeah. And people just oblivious that quite possibly the most famous rock star in the world is standing right next to him just having a beer. And it stayed that way. Hi, Mick. Yeah. Hi, Mick. Nobody knew his name. Making your way. Uh, but uh, the gentleman who owns the bar, believe it's it or not. It's a dog eat dog world and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. <laughs> Mick. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> uh, but the owner, the owner of the bar's name is uh, Norm, played by Mick Jagger, Brian Wilson, and uh, he said he had no idea that Mick Jagger came in. He said, "I wasn't there. I missed it. I was putting my little girl to bed." And apparently, the, the name of the, the place is called the Thirsty Beaver. By the way, uh, he said he left the Beaver around five, came back around eleven forty-five that night, and there was no buzz, no gossip, no talk. <laughs> about the fact that Mick Jagger strolled in and had a beer. And uh, well, like Kathy was saying earlier this morning, he probably loved it. Yeah, he probably absolutely. absolutely loved that he could just hang out. Nobody bothered him. Or it sent him into a deep depression. I don't yeah. know. But you would think that that would be a, a real treat for him, a guy who is constantly bombarded yeah. no matter where he goes. Just a little taste of what it was like. Yeah. Prior to the fame, and either, as you said, it was wonderful or it terrified him. Yep, I thought that was pretty great. I don't know if he's commented on it yet. But, I liked it. Uh, I'll bet. All right, and then uh, one last story. MMR presents Tool, uh, and the show, by the way, tickets went on sale today at 10 a.m., and we would like to congratulate the winner of that contest, MMR VIP, or, I'm sorry, the winner of the MMR VIP contest, and that is Tracy Banks from Langhorn, PA. So she walks away with tickets to that show. Uh, I don't have the the date of the, the show. Was that on your sheet, Casey? Maybe. Maybe. No. All right, so. February 20th. February. All right, thank you. February 20th, and tickets went on sale at 10 a.m. Uh, remember to opt in to receive VIP emails. We'll let you know. When there are t- uh, uh, win tickets, uh, when there are win tickets before you can buy them, uh, tick contests that are going on like oh, this. Oh, so okay. If you're a VIP member, you apt in. We will let you know when this type of thing is going on, and you'll Very be cool. like Tracy Banks from Langhorn, PA, and possibly when you'll slump some tickets to a big show like Tool. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. We have one final break to take. When we come back, we'll give away our Word of the Week prize. Turn it over to Pierre and get you in to your weekend. We'll be right back. Glad you asked. Full beat. The record company. Fozzy. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Uh, wrapping up the show today, would like to thank uh, Shane Torres for being on yeah. uh, Philly tonight and tomorrow, 7.30, 9.45 p.m. shows. Go to punchlinephilly.com to get the details. Uh, we also had a quick call from our friend uh, Brian Prop of the Flyers. Yep. And the 37th annual Bancroft Golf Outing is on Monday at Galloway National Golf Club 
in New Jersey, and that's to help people with autism. It's the uh, uh, the Bancroft uh, group uh, that's putting this on, and it is uh, they help with uh, people with autism, uh, intellectual and developmental disabilities, brain injury, and neurological conditions. And he had a stroke six years ago, so he's definitely heavily involved. Think in about how well he's doing oh after the stroke. He's, he's, he's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, he, he there was a time where he couldn't even pick up a golf yep. club, and now he plays, and uh, I'm happy that he's uh, recovered in the way that he has. Uh, Pierre Robert is looking snappy today, oh, wow. man. Wow. Well, if Special you're occasion. going to be on the cover of GQ, you've got to be prepared. That's right. You do uh, need to be. Yeah, the photo shoot, uh, we've just started it right here. I got you. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. didn't say anything because I was like, maybe, maybe he went to a funeral. I actually maybe. did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought. It happens. Yeah, yeah, it always happens. When you see somebody that's dressed up that's not normally dressed up, like, man, you look good. Yeah, my cousin died. Right. Yeah, was that <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. But right. um, um, more on that another time. Yeah. Again, we're we'll going to so a, a shinier subject, yeah. and we'll do the letter of the day. You ready? I think fine. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. By the way, my favorite thing to do when you say things to that is to look at Nick's face. <laughs> Because he's heard fine. it for years. Yeah. As your producer. So, all right, anyhow, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. E is in energize. Energize. They say on the, uh, on the Enterprise. Star Trek thing. Yeah. When they're right. transporting. Call right. number 7 at 215-263-WMMR, and we're going to see if you can give us the word of the week and maybe give you that word of the week prize. So call number 7 at 215-263-WMMR. Let's have you take a shot at that, it is uh, it is another beautiful day today, even more Stunning. so than yesterday. Perfect, uh, sunny and cool and crisp and yep. fantastic. Man. All of so that. It's going to be a great day to wrap the work week up with. So nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, you guys had a fun show today, and we've got a fun program. We've got low cut Connie tickets. A really entertaining band. October I tell you what, 14th. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to interrupt. No. So I was not familiar with them. Yeah. Um, and Sarah sent us over a video of those of those guys. Oh, my God, do they look like so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you can't help but have... There's, like, 100 people on stage. People are dancing, singing along, outstanding musicianship. Yeah. I was really impressed with them. It's like a Jerry Lee Lewis meets Queen or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's really great fun. Uh, and they'll play the Met. They haven't played it. They're from Philly, but yeah. they haven't been here for a couple of years. Well, we were supposed to have them in studio next week to perform, but the building uh, poo-pooed that uh, uh-huh. just because of where we're at. And so hopefully we'll be able to do something with them in the near future, cool. in the next month or two. Yeah. Cool. Sorry to interrupt, but no, I had to no. jump in there with that. Good. Like We're fun. building a performance room too. Yes. Uh, yep, it's going to be great. Is, is really looking nice. As yeah, it's it does. Coming along. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we've got that. Uh, we've got uh, the money contest, money clips at uh, noon and two p.m. Low cut Connie tickets. We've got uh, in honor of Tool going on sale. Uh, Jackson has tickets to give away later this afternoon, by the way, but we'll have a workforce block of Tool, uh, a block of the great band, uh, Lowell and Company, Little Feet. We have a request for today, which we will honor. Uh, some music from The Who, and we'll get some Dylan in because uh, Dylan's coming back to the uh, Met on November 29th, uh, Vinyl Cut, and much more. Um, did you catch any of Kathy's fall activities list this morning? I caught it. Yesterday, um, <laughs> where she was talking about um, wanting to go see Dylan and sitting in the front row after oh, she goes yes, to a yes, fish show course, and then going to the tool show. Yeah, yeah. she loves that. Yeah. No, there's there's one on there that I think uh, that Pierre would dig, which was that tent in the backyard. Yes. Uh, yes. Where they come and set this up in your yard. It's not camping per se, but it's 
It's, gla- it's called Bucks Glamping. Yeah, Look I, I think wow. I could see this. I could see you doing this at your house, setting this up, and and having some friends over. It is so cool, and you can check out the list on uh, on PrestonandSteve.com. Nick's gonna pull up a picture for you to uh, uh, to there see. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, wow. Isn't that cool? That's my idea of camping, <laughs> yeah. right? Totally. Can you keep bugs out and things? Yes. And they, they come and they set it up for you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and it, it does. It can, like, you can zip it closed and it's like a net, so you're not going to get attacked by bugs. If... No spiders and yeah. creepy things? <laughs> wow. wow. I like that. Nice. Um, yeah. And thank you to Kyle McCarty for the... Uh, uh, Kathy's activities jingle mm-hmm. because it was just brilliant and I love it. All right, uh, we're going to go to the phones and we're going to see if we can uh, get a winner. We're looking for call number seven, and that's Sarah. Hi there, Sarah. Good morning. So, Sarah, what's our word of the week? The word is leave. Great day in the morning. Yeah. Leave is yeah. correct. And normally, Sarah, I have this lengthy script of things to tell you about and sponsors to thank for the wonderful prize that you won. I don't have it. I just have $300 for you. That's all. That is awesome. Thank you so much, and happy Friday. Yeah. Same to you. Great on you, Sarah. Enjoy. All right. Hang on the line. We'll get your info. We'll set you up with the cash. That's all there is to it. I would like to thank our sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. We've been brought to you today by Acme. You can download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. Also brought to you by Frolix Farm Fall Festival. Kicking off. Tomorrow, with a special appearance from Nick McElwain. Info at frolicsfarm.com. And also brought to you by Six Flags Fright Fest. Nice. Presented by Snickers. Snickers. You can uh, get the tickets as low as $34.99 at sixflags.com. Wait till you hear what we have coming up next week on the What do you have coming up next week? Fortune Feimster will be joining us. Love her. Henry Winkler will be on the program. Rick Wakeman of Yes will be wow. joining us. John Lithgow will yes. be on the show. Are you kidding me? How awesome is that, right? Amazing. Uh, David Boreanis, local yes. fellow who we talked to many times. He's great. And comedian Margaret Cho. We have nice. a wow. chunky week next week. Action a pacto on. I love it on. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, great weekend. Enjoy it, and we will see you on Monday. Okay, bye-bye. With early paycheck, you can get your direct deposit up to two days earlier. That's another reason banking with Capital One is the easiest decision ever. Even easier than deciding to open the biggest birthday gift first. Happy birthday to you. Which one are you going to open first? The pony. Yep, even easier than that. Plus, with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is banking with Capital One even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. No fees or minimums on new consumer accounts. Capital One and a member FDIC.